we should be doing something much more special because this is episode 150 of class sibling rivalry podcast yeah i am your host (laughs) round numbers round numbers i well technically that would be not a full circle but i am one of your hosts now you always correcting your other (laughs) co-host who is tis Tis of the, of the round numbers of the of the semi round numbers. almost round numbers yeah <laughs> why do we do that why do we like 180 tens? would be half a circle uh why do we like tens because we created a base 10 system because oh, zeros are I mean, nice zeros are nice they and do they make us feel good base 10 do we like yeah. zeros because those are round I don't like why is there a zero a circle and not a square? I don't like zeros. I like threes. You like zeros, apparently. I call them goose eggs. I don't inherently like zeros. (laughs) You're bringing up a case for liking them, though. I'm conditioned to to like them. You're conditioned. Wait, but seriously, though, why do we like, why are all of our zeros rounded instead of squares? Because you would think it would would be be easier. Because it's easier to draw a square. It's not. What? For you humans? D- yeah, draw a perfect square in a perfect circle right know. now. The circle is going to be I don't know. Watch that video of that guy drawing that perfect circle. It's crazy. That's probably his, his talent. His, that's it's his quirk. Crazy. He like swings his arm. It's so. It's, and what? Like, he does the one motion. The yeah, one he motion does the like. Circle. Swoosh. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's, a ta- that's a talent. I've been trying to. I sat here one day in my notebook and tried to do that for like hour, an hour straight. You're th- why never there's so many it. other things to do because I was trying to learn how to draw perfect circles. This are was you gonna in my have drawing to draw, phase. Are you gonna have to draw a sundial uh, one day when the apocalypse happens? Yeah, when we get EMP'd finally, <laughs> eventually. I'm only Gamer-y. I'm only perfecting skills that will help me in the apocalypse. So, <laughs> I'm not I'm not over here perfecting skills that only impress people. That's why I'm working on my uh, getting better at being antisocial. Like I've all this time throughout my life, I've been trying to improve my antisocialness so that if that's the case, then I'm a master. That's what I'm saying. So that when strangers pull up on you at the end, in the end of the world, you'll properly be able to, you know, turn them away. You won't fall into that <laughs> trap of trusting randoms and then they take everything you have. I was just thinking the other day how well I've practiced not noticing someone who's <laughs> clearly trying to get my attention, but like. <laughs> Feigning that it could be real that I'm not hearing them. Were you walking around some hobos? No, no, no. Just like, you know, somebody's like, you can tell when someone's looking at you. Oh, yeah. But like, you're like, I'm not going to look at you. I'm going to pretend I'm doing what I'm doing and not seeing you look at me. (laughs) We're not going to make eye contact. I'm getting real good at that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I feel that. I like to I like to make people earn my attention. Like, shout my name out at the very least. You're not just going to look at me and expect me to turn based on the strength of your presence like no i'm not doing that say my but if you're if you if you audience is out there wondering what else is rattling around in tiz's brain while he's quiet and not speaking it's a lot uh you can you can email us at sibling clash at gmail.com you can also tweet at us at srclash underscore pod i know write a book one day under his twizzler his twizzler his twizzler account yes because tiz works for twizzlers now um, I've now made that canon, and uh, we'll move on. <laughs> oh yeah, those are our socials. Find us, talk to us. Oh my God, Twitter's been in a frenzy lately, though. I don't know if you'll be. I don't want to talk about 
I don't even want to talk about Twitter. It's been in a That's frenzy. I'm, I'm tired of talking about Tesla. I'm tired of talking about Elon Musk. Yeah. I'm over it. Um, That's funny. But going forward, what did you do with your week, Tibbs? I'm sorry. I've got to wake up a little bit. I'm a little, I'm a little sleepy. I had a late night. No, nah, it's, it's all good. Um, Not a whole lot. Uh, I actually did buy a new game, though. I picked up uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I've been... uh, I think because Pokemon's coming out next week, I've been, like, itching for a JRPG. Um, like, a hardcore JRPG. And I've heard, like, only good things about um, Xenoblade 3. So, I was like, you know what? Why not? Um, I'm not playing I'm anything else big. playing with this right now. What happened? Or I think they're finishing it. Uh, someone I was working with was finishing this game. They were telling me they liked it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I played a little bit of Xenoblade One, the the 3DS version, because I think it originally mm-hmm. came out on the on the Wii, like the regular Wii. Okay. Uh, um, but it's kind of it's a it's a cool game. It's it's definitely uh got most of the JRPG elements you would expect. Uh, it's got the leveling. It's got the big character based party. Um, it's got you like jobs and classes, whatever you want to call them. You can change out your class at, at any time. Um, I think the thing that's kind of unique about this one is the way they design like the combat and stuff is it feels like a single player MMO. So like you have a party and you can kind of like in this game, it's a big party too. You have a party of like six okay. characters. Now, hold on a second. I'm going to ask questions. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if we raised this question before. Mm-hmm. What in your mind, just for our conversational purposes, what in your mind separates a JRPG from an RPG? And does the J and R- JRPG stand for junior? No, the J stands for Japanese. Um, a J- and if, if anything, it would be the other way around. JRPG is the one that would scare away most people who want a casual experience. Um, and I would say the main difference is that is like a jrpg is like very very hardcore into numbers and 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 builds so when i'm looking at them thick menus in an rpg it's probably a jrpg yeah yeah and i think the main other differentiator of a jrpg is the combat has usually a high level of tactic to it like whereas a lot of western rpgs are more action and reaction based um, but JRPGs, they're, they're, the combat's usually a lot slower. It gives you a lot more time to like plan and think things out. Um, and that kind of goes to like the combat system in this game. So it's kind of it's like a mix of action and not action. So it's not completely like pause on your turn and you select your moves. It's more so like the game's constantly running. The enemies are constantly fighting. Certain moves will pause the action and allow you to like pick certain you know combos and stuff like that. For the, but for the most part, you have skills. The enemies have weaknesses, and your skills do various different things. And it's just basically up to you in real time to like. Um, and this is why it's kind of like an MMO is like you tab target or you target whatever you're trying to attack. You it the game normally will auto attack for you, and then you're while it's auto attacking, you're gonna press a skill, and then that skill is gonna execute kind of when you press the button so that's kind of like the actiony part of it but it's not it's not as fast as like something like ff7 or ff15 um it's more so like you pick your enemy you click your skill you wait for the skill to happen he's auto attacking you click a different skill you wait for the different skill to happen you can switch out to all your different teammates at any time um or when you're not playing as your other teammates you can kind of coordinate them and direct them and tell them what type of moves to do um until you take control over them um 
so I would say that's kind of like the the main differentiator of this game is is I guess you would say the combat system. Um, I also think too with JRPGs, the stories are often a little more fantastical. I guess you could say, mm-hmm. like they're not necessary. Like a lot of Western RPGs, like Witcher, Skyrim, stuff like that, are I would say kind of like a little more darker and grittier. Um, a little more grungier, I guess you could say, whereas like Xenoblade or like Final Fantasy, it's always like super high fantasy, like magic and dragons and 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 mythical lands far, far away, um, floating islands in the sky. It's it's always stuff like that. Um, and then the other thing I want to note about this game, I, I think this is the main reason why people really like it is the the story and like the the world building and the character building and stuff like that um it feels very much like like a classic anime plot like like an anime like adventure type of plot like you start off here whatever here's the setup and then they let you out in this grand adventure to go like find your purpose basically um and like and like find out all the things that you never knew the world had to offer so it's like this grand story about um you know, I'm sure there's going to be this this overarching evil that's sort of kind of being set up at the part that I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but because yeah, I also feel like those those games mm-hmm. where like the Western ones you saying like it's usually like yeah like your sister got kidnapped yeah. or there's a darkness taking over the land or yeah. there's a giant monster. Whereas like these games, I feel like are more like uh live your adventure life. Yes. but maybe also solve this world ending problem if you feel like yeah it. yeah <laughs> like that's what i feel like but but it's like also kind of like a little bit of like adventure simulator thrown in there mm-hmm. yeah for sure um and it's got kind of that like i mean really if you ever think of like any of the old final fantasies on uh nes snes gba all that stuff it's kind of got that and even final fantasy 15 like if you think about the world in final fantasy 15 that's what this game is reminiscent of um in terms of like just the the openness and here's the big thing over here but here's also a bunch of like character based side stuff like here get to learn this member of your party better or this char- this member of your party wants to go on like a cruise with you or wants to go like i don't know in final fantasy be like take a drive with with one of the characters and learn more about them. It's got like that type of thing all throughout it too. Um but yeah, I'm I'm having fun with it so far. Um story's been good. I've I've found with like playing this game, it's been hard for me lately to find games that can get me to I guess pay attention to just the game and like just the story mm-hmm. of the game and like not feel the need to have something else on in the background or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a good sign that this game has been yeah, doing a pretty hard. good job of that. Um, yeah, and it's like it's like a weird addiction now that I can't get get over. It um, feels like unless I'm playing a game with someone, mm-hmm. it feels it's too quiet. Yeah, <laughs> it's just too quiet. It's like not stimulating. <laughs> like games enough. are just too lonely and quiet. Yeah, and I get scared and stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I'm like in my head, I'm like if I was running around in some caves. You know, I'm gonna have a podcast going in my yeah. Head. <laughs> like I'm not gonna just be raw in the in the empty sound. The sounds of nature and the bugs and stuff. <laughs> um, do you find do you find that when you're playing certain games that the music helps you with that? Uh, I tend to like put on full blown uh like shows and stuff. 
Yeah, no, I, I do the same thing. That's why I'm wondering. I'm trying like, to, yeah, I'm trying to, like, uh, like, what am I thinking? Like, back when I used to play, like, Zelda and stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. Wind Waker, I played for too many years. And yeah. that music got in, like, ingrained in you. stuck in my head. Yeah. Like, that soundtrack is stuck in my head. And that game is, like, there was no other TV. There was no other screen to mm-hmm. have on, right? So I could only play the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, now it's just kind of... Well, one, I play a lot of scarier games and they don't have melodic soundtracks like yeah. Zelda where you're just running around a town and it's like, doo, 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 they want doo, that ambiance. Um, yeah. Uh, so, but like, I, when I was playing like The Good Life, for example, that had decent background music. Mm-hmm. Um, that you, I found myself listening to that yeah. more than I was listening to the thing in the background. So, yeah. I th- think there's something to say for sound design and that sound design kind of determines whether i'm gonna have something on it or not yeah that's true um because i'm trying to kind of pay attention like i i am the type that i almost never pay attention to music in games like at all like even if i'm not listening to something in the background i'm usually not paying attention to the music um but because this game requires a lot more attention and like reading and stuff i'm kind of trying to like see if i like the music and stuff like that um and it's solid so far. It's 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 not Persona music. That it's not one of those games where I gotta go find the music and download it separately to listen to, like when I'm not playing the game. But um I do think it's it's engaging enough to 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 I guess get me to not always wanna have something on in the background, like when I'm outside of cutscenes and stuff. Um so yeah, so far, so far a pretty good game. Um, I think anybody who likes like super deep JRPGs with like a lot of systems and um, classes and stuff like that to mess around with, they'll probably enjoy this type of game. Um, and then uh, next up, moving on from there, another mobile game, because these days I'm always on the hunt for better mobile games. Um, Marvel Snap just came out and Marvel Snap is a new card game. Um, yes. Card- I w- yes. Yeah, I would say because yes. I would put it in the market. <laughs> I would say it's kind of competing with stuff like Hearthstone. It's competing with Duel Links. Yes. It's competing with um, I can't even think of the other card game I play. Uh, Runeterra. It's like if this were in my or like your adolescent era, my later adolescent era, like this would this. be like Pogs. Yeah. You know, yeah. like this would have been like a Pog type game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Marvel Snap is. So the first thing I really like about it on mobile specifically, I love the card games that you can play them vertically with one hand. Um, very, very. Plus, I know. Uh, big plus. Kay showed me this over the weekend, and like as soon as he he was like, "Look it up," and I typed it in. I'm like, "Oh, it's on mobile. Yeah. Done. <laughs> <laughs> it's on." <laughs> I saw like the layout. I was like, "Oh, I'm downloading this it on my phone. Awesome. Not even, yeah. not even downloading it on Steam." Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's on Steam too. I didn't even realize that. Um, I might have to check that version out too. Um, but yeah, that's the first plus is that it's vertical. Second plus is they did what they were supposed to and they figured out how to make the games like five minutes long max, if that even. Um, so I really, really it's love that so with mobile games. Scary. Yeah, it's it's and I think that goes into like the addiction of it that I've been experiencing. It's because it's oh, like, I'm glad. Uh, see, I I I am like I'm like oh, I won. I'm not touching it again. Today. I'm weak. <laughs> oh my god. Because I'm scared. <laughs> Jesus. 
I'm gonna let you keep talking, but yeah. You think Max the skill based matchmaking is gonna Max kick in? Max turned too quickly. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna like ramp. I don't wanna be like, oh, you won four times. And now you're gonna get destroyed. But go I ahead. mean, shoot. <laughs> as long as you win more than you lose, that's all that matters in this type of game. Um, but yeah, so that's another plus. Uh, I think the short matches. And the third, and maybe the most important plus, is there is, at least it seems like from what I can tell so far, almost zero pay to win in the game at all like the the you can't even it doesn't even seem like aside from one pack i saw that had one card in it you can't buy any cards with real money you have to literally play the game and play matches and earn the currency in game and so it's not the you can't buy the gold to then buy the chips no i was in the store and i thought you i thought it was i saw like three types of currency yeah, and so there was one type that exchanged for real money. That's the gold, yeah. So, but the gold, yeah. from what I can tell, you can literally only buy card like appearances, and okay. I think okay. So, like the um, when you upgrade the visuals of the cards, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, okay. And like alternate, like they call them variants, so you can get like a like a like let's say you have regular Wolverine, and then you can buy for real money like a pixelated Wolverine that just looks different. Um, and maybe has like different animations or whatever. And then I think maybe I could be wrong about this next part, but I think huh? I'm gonna splash out Marvel Snap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna swag out my cards. Um, I think Sorry. maybe <laughs> you can buy up upgrade the upgrade currency with gold. And okay. but all the upgrade currency does it doesn't make your cards any stronger, but it lets you unlock newer cards faster. Um, because the way to unlock new cards is to upgrade your old cards, and the only way to upgrade your old cards is um, the gold or just winning matches. Um, but it seems like it, it seems like just buying new cards doesn't like if you buy new cards by upgrading your level, it's the game's gonna match you with other people of the same level. So it's not like you can spend a bunch of money, buy a bunch of new cards, and then play against people who are just starting the game. Um, so I think all of that is designed very, very well, especially for a mobile game where everything has like a uh, some type of pay to win aspect to it, whether it be a battle pass. And this game has a battle pass, but again, it's all like cosmetic or just progress faster, but it's not necessarily like become stronger than anybody else, which I really appreciate that. Um, and yeah, so I mean, it's it's just to talk about the game itself a little bit. It's like the whole point of the game is getting higher card values or higher numbers than the opposing player, but it's across three different lanes or three different locations, I guess you could say. So you have so, like, oh, go ahead. I was going to say the way I would, if I like, cause you know, I like to like simplify things. Yeah, yeah, please do. <laughs> if I, if I were to simplify this as much as possible, right? Mm -hmm. It's the beginning of the battle arena for Hearthstone where each round you're given more energy mm -hmm. to play dip like stronger and stronger cards yeah. right each round and the i would say the latter half feels more like war mm -hmm. where yeah. you guys are blindly drawing cards and then flipping them and then the resulting values are kind of determining whose side wins mm -hmm. but i'll let you explain the layout because that kind of determines <laughs> yeah. how you actually win yeah, so I think where the where the real strategy comes in and like how you as a player can like make sure that you win the game is uh the three so the three areas all have different random just random effects 
And so it's up to you as the player to put your cards down in a way like you have to pick which one of the three areas to put a card down in. And by the end of the game, based on the effects of the cards and the effects of the areas, you want to have two out of the three areas that have a higher card value than your opponent's side. And so it might sound kind of complicated explaining it, but I think on like when you're actually playing, like it's not complicated at all. Like well, it's literally just say we put a card. We down. just missed the part. So yeah, it's it's you and against one other opponent, and then your play area yeah. is three locations. And for for a simple explanation, we'll say they're three location cards, mm-hmm. right? And at the beginning, only the first one, which is usually I think the left, the far left, far is left, revealed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and then the set the i think the middle one is revealed the second turn and yeah, then the last i think the, the last one's revealed the third turn mm-hmm. and depending on where you place your cards on one of those three locations and you can place them anywhere from the beginning turn yeah but the drawback of that is like when that card is revealed it may have some detrimental effects to your hero card right um so for example one location card that i put my hero down on when it was revealed on the second turn it had a minus one mm-hmm. for all heroes on that location so mm-hmm. my hero got a minus one when that card was revealed mm-hmm. and uh, you take turns putting a card down based on your energy value right um because that was something k messed up on early where he thought you could only put down one card each turn no and uh it was the uh, energy it's energy based the so. energy is literally hearthstone like if you like you start yeah. off with one energy on turn one you end off with six energy on turn six and so it progressively increases every turn and you gotta you yourself have to determine how to dole out that energy each turn yeah, so the way you win locations, you have to win two of the three locations by mm-hmm. turn six, the mm-hmm. end of turn six, right? Mm-hmm. And the way you win locations is to by placing heroes on your side of that location and having the highest value of your hero cards. Mm-hmm. Um, your hero card value would have to be higher than the opposing side. Right. Um, so this is where I was laughing before, where I'm like, I feel like I'm winning... And like my win streak right now is just sheer luck uh, nah. based on the other players like inability to understand that you're supposed to win two locations because like I've literally taken screenshots of my yeah. victories right because the the in the last two times I won the opposing player kept like they would win maybe like one location early on mm-hmm. and they would keep loading onto that location and yeah. i'm like you see me slip into these other like i would win the other side by like my my total value would be six or seven yeah and they would have like 24 on their middle location yeah. and i'm like uh, uh, what are you doing <laughs> i would say no i i under, i would say don't don't think of that as you getting lucky if you're good at math i promise you you will keep winning over and over and over and over don't 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 underestimate yourself and don't overestimate how good other people are at math (laughs) because like i'm still winning and like you're probably better with numbers than me um but i've just been messing with car messing with different cars throwing random decks together like people are just (laughs) you know what i mean like people are still gonna lose the only thing I wanted to add is to say the hero cards uh power levels mm-hmm. and special abilities seem to be somewhat based off of a mix of their popularity and actual in story strength. I yeah, would say, which right? I love that. Because like Hulk is a strong card, yeah. which we expect. 
the thing is like a medium strong card mm-hmm. but then there's like most of the cards that are like have like one in two values are like characters you have just never heard of yes and i'm like like one (laughs) one card that is on the unlock train and this is like this is such a marvel thing right like Mm -hmm. i know dc has like low tier characters that i've never heard of but they (laughs) dc doesn't push their low tier characters the way that marvel try like does sometimes like marvel will just be like let me just reach elbow deep into this bag of like shitty made-up characters uh yeah. stan lee made 50 years ago and let me just pull one out like <laughs> cars are yeah. i spent about 20 uh, i'm sorry kazar i don't, I don't <laughs> Not even Karzar, know who that is kazar. If you sign it kazar is basically tarzan okay? oh that He's guy tarzan. yeah 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 okay and so i just go oh my god I look at it and I just go, that's clearly Tarzan. Tarzan, yeah. <laughs> Where Stan Lee was just like, I'm just gonna uh, uh, make a Tarzan character, but I not it was name Tarzan him Tarzan. At first. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's two syllables. It's literally it's Tarzan. It's got a Z in it. Yeah. So. I just had to laugh because I'm like, I know there's going to be a million characters like that Absolutely. in this game where I'm just cracking up at like their origin and yeah. how they're like basically a Stan Lee version of some other character that already existed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was fun. Oh, but yeah, going back to that, special some cards have special abilities. For instance, um, the Iron Man card has zero uh, point value, but and costs mm-hmm. five energy. But it's a great card. Uh, he doubles the value of uh, any any side he's placed on. So it's mm-hmm. like if you've got thirteen and your opponent's got fourteen on one side, it's like you drop Iron Man on that side, like boom, baby. You, you've won that location most Double likely because they probably can't win it back mm-hmm. um, by the end of the turn. So I, I really like that aspect of that. It's special abilities be- and like Punisher is like a is one I like to play a lot. Punisher's um, good, yeah because punisher adds for like each opposing cards i like i like to slam him down when someone's like overstacked on the side i like to slam him down on there um and yeah i like the i like the effects um, oh yeah the animations are are nice um a lot of the stuff i I have to admit i do like the stupid card upgrades like at first i was like what i was like what is this what is this like oh (laughs) holographic First, you get a 2D card, right? It's like yeah. 2D, and then it's like, then Border they burst break. out of the frame. Yeah. And, frame and, break. And, and then they're 3D, and you're 3D. like, I'm like, okay, it's kind of it's kind of hype when they're yeah. 3D. No, it is. <laughs> it feels like you're collecting real uh, Marvel cards, kind of. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, I wish Pokemon did this. Yeah. I mean, the Pokemon mobile card game is coming, like, at some point. we, If it doesn't, like, that's another thing I would eat socks for. Um but stop you're gonna eat a lot of socks bro <laughs> like <laughs> you don't think the pokemon mobile card game is ever coming i'm gonna have stop to find a, a bulk bulk size bag of edible socks but stop go ahead it. there's a literally a news story today that i skipped that is nintendo partnering for more looking to do more mobile games <laughs> like it's coming um like damn it the they, they read that article where it's like the the best uh cloud devices are already in your pocket yeah exactly i know you've seen that article yeah 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 for <laughs> sure like no, no nobody is playing games like that home. mainly yeah like it's not how things work um but no two two other quick things i want to say about marvel snap um the the marvel snap the thing the snap in the name is actually a game mechanic um and this is where i think the game gets a lot sweatier is so at any point in the game you can click a button basically 
to what they call snap and snapping is like doubling your bet so every game you're betting the other character xp points essentially so let's say if you win a game and the bet was two xp points you're gonna gain two they're gonna lose two but at any point in the game and the earlier you do it the more the stakes raise so like on turn one you can hit the snap button and then every turn after that unless one of you forfeits the snap value is going to keep doubling up until a max of eight and so if the snap value gets to a max of eight um whoever wins that pot is going to get all eight of those experience and the other person's going to lose all eight so like I you'll be i ain't even get to that part yet yeah so you'll be like at the beginning of a game and you'll see the snap pop off and you're like oh this mofo thinks they're about to clean me up and so <laughs> you have a choice then you can either back quit the game then and take the loss for the low value and only lose like one or two xp or what? you can say or you can say nah fam i'm gonna win this and then you double down on the bet and now oh and now the now stakes I'm is up. now i'm never <laughs> opening this app again i love it <laughs> i don't want to be attacked i love it my xp is it just triggers something in me when somebody's like on turn one and they're like nah you're gonna lose and i'm like what okay now now i'm just I'm- really want to take your money i'm gonna let y'all know i played this game like k was like we were supposed to be doing homework, okay? Like, yeah. not homework, but, like, professional stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you're going to play this game. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not playing this game. My eyes hurt. It's it's late. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had every yeah. excuse in the book, right? I was like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go play this other game. Yeah. And he's like, I, and then he just, like, green shares in my face. And he's just, like, Look. playing it. And so I'm watching <laughs> And so I'm like, all right, I'll 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 check this out. I see I see the attraction here, yeah. right? So I was terrified, and I started playing it myself. And then I'm like, okay, okay, I'm not doing so bad because I was like kind of playing through him and then stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I was like getting confidence. Yeah. But like now you're telling me this. Now I'm scared. I'm like feeling. I get too attached to my my like wins and stuff. Yeah. I get scared. That's why I don't play battle no more. I don't oh play God. her still no more. Cause it hurts. The Jeez. losses, like, he makes fun of me. Cause he's, it's like, it's like I'm go out like get like I'm gonna be picked apart by the by the predators. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like, like I'm just, it's like you're throwing me into a, a pool of sharks, and I've got a thousand paper cuts. No, like you I'm are dead. the shark. I'm dead. You are the shark hunter. No, shark huntress. You have a harpoon, and the blood coming out of your legs is bait to get more sharks to you, so you can have a full feast tonight on shark flesh i'm just out here with like thick saddlebags waiting <laughs> to get chomped on no you're luring them in to murder them and be the ultimate victor i'm terrible at pvp so <laughs> uh, uh this game will just solidify that even further no, my first loss you're my keep- first loss will wreck me <laughs> i promise you your first loss won't be until after you already have 10 wins <laughs> like i guarantee it I'm gonna have that that hunger that Bakugo displays later that we'll talk about later. Was it the, was it in last week's episode? No, it was this week's or this episode. week's summit. Yeah, I think I remember that part. The hunger, but yeah. um, revenge. But go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, and then the last thing I want to say real quick about Marvel Snap, they obviously got a lot of inspiration from Hearthstone, but I think the one thing that they're missing is I really wish they actually had like some type of hero abilities like Hearthstone did. I think that would add just enough extra depth. Mm. You know what? I could have easily imagined seeing that pop in. Oh, yeah. Later. 
for sure um because it seems like i well i think it's because there's so much other hearthstone inspiration that it just feels it feels like it would just fit naturally yeah because like i really like magic but it's hard i've heard magic is hard yeah like it's hard to remember and understand what's going on all the time because so mag- these simplified things are much better for me. Magic's a little bit like Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Where it's got these kind of longer card effects. I never super understood unique card Yu-Gi-Oh. effects. You're 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 stretching by even thinking I understand how oh Yu-Gi-Oh my God. works. Outside of the cards being in the arm thing, <laughs> I don't understand. I'm weak. <laughs> like, Wait, did you I watch never, it? I did watch Yu-Gi-Oh, oh, but so I understand never it. understood. No, no. Did you know what was happening in the in the? TV in the show? I did I, like, I you did not it? understand how the monsters were summoned. No. Oh, well, that doesn't matter. So the monster you literally just read the card and it it'll tell you how the monsters Oh yeah, that's what I'm like I knew so they would like pull the card out, yeah. say the name and then like engage it somehow, but yeah. that's about So in the show they would literally just make it up like on the fly. Like <laughs> nothing that happens in the show happens in the real game. Because like almost. you know how in Pokemon, it's like Pokemon didn't work the same in the show how it did in the game. Like yeah, no, yeah, they yeah. didn't take turns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it didn't feel like they took turns in the show. Yeah, it was just like Pikachu was allowed to dodge whenever he felt like it. Yeah, exactly. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't know. They didn't have PP. Um, <laughs> but yeah, nah. And if you're if. <laughs> If if you're watching, I was like, I'm just laughing at the character that we used to save me. Yeah, because the thing over and over. Move over and over. Yeah, and over. like why did Pikachu never run out of freaking uh thunder shot? Yeah, didn't have that many uses <laughs> in between Pokemon centers. Um, but yeah, no hero abilities would would have been cool in Snap. Yeah, why didn't double team work like it did in the show? God, <laughs> I think it never hit my character. I Sorry. really don't know. I guess the I guess the game moves would have come first, right? Because the yes. red and blue or red and green, I guess in Japan would have been out before the show. But it should it double teaming the show should have been them going like we would they like wave dash right and then they come back together and then they get hit that like, yeah. <laughs> like in the game. Wait, but in the show when Pikachu would use it, he would just make it like a bunch of fake clones of himself, right? Well, he yeah, he would run around the whoever the opponent in a circle, like a so fast, fast circle. yeah, that it would look like there were eight Pikachu's running Afro around him, yeah. so he wouldn't know which one to attack. Got you, okay. Yeah. But in the game, it's just like a, it's like an enhancement. Yeah, yeah, it's just a evasiveness up. <laughs> That's it. I'm sorry, I was just thinking about how stupid. animation. Well, that you know what that is. That's just well, uh, yes. animation struggles. <laughs> but it should. We but can't like, animate it that. Should, like it should read in the box like Pikachu runs so fast that the uh Ditto can't attack. Yeah. You know, like it should just say that and then your Pikachu wave dashes on the screen so in like not a confused. weird little like a weird little static animation yeah. or something. Oh man. It took me so long to understand what Pokemon stats is. It's crazy. Oh man, I didn't I didn't I told I think we talked about this before. I didn't even play the stat attacks until college. No, I did. I, lo- I was like, they don't do anything. Like as yeah, a child, I'm like, say, they don't do anything. I loaded up my mind with four straight attack moves. <laughs> and I found But then out in later college I was, I was like, Oh, this is how a fire Pokemon can beat a water Pokemon. Exactly. Yeah. Like <laughs> if oh, I actually use these attacks. I found out later that oh, you can just spam three double teams in a row and literally never be hit again yeah. <laughs> for the rest of the match <laughs> now you just win the whole match because of that um, 
I can leer a Pokemon into not being able Submissiveness. to <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, dang. I can't wait for Pokemon next week. I'm hyped. Uh, hilarious. Uh, but anyway, enough of my week. How was yours? Oof, that was the biggest tangent. Yeah. Pokemon, damn you. All right. Love me some Pokemon. I played. I, I dappled. Is that a word I'm allowed to use on this podcast? Yeah. I dappled. And I don't even know if I'm Wait, you saying dapple with a P? Yeah. <laughs> Why? What, what am I? What's the what's the proper word here? Dabbled. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's the word. I Guys, thought you were saying it on purpose. I told you I'm tired. That's funny. No, I couldn't think of the word. You're, that, yes, tis is correct. I dabbled. I splashed or splattered in yeah. a few games. Pitter pattered. Uh, much like a light puddle after the rain. <laughs> uh, I. T- 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 tipped, tippy tapped my little toes. No, I'm just kidding. Splish splash. In a few games. Um, outside of um, actually finishing, which uh, I need to correct myself from two weeks ago, the game I played was not called The Last Station. It was called The Final Station. Mm. I need to correct that. Gotcha. Um, that, that is an easy mistake to make. And the I, I like I was Google searching the game and like Why isn't it searched a up? movie. That was, yeah, I was like, <laughs> not the right thing. Like um, so yeah, I finished The Final Station, which, man, that game is a bizarre mix of like, uh, like a really fun to play 2d pixelated uh side-scrolling survival horror game but also like deeply entrenched with like you need to actually pay attention and read to know what's going on in the story mm-hmm. um but not to say that i didn't care about what was going on it was just like i don't feel like reading all these messages and like really trying i'm not that <laughs> type of gamer i don't care that much like if you want me to know what's happening you gotta tell me i'm not gonna be like unless the story is like super interesting like death stranding i'm not gonna be reading logs like that um (laughs) and reading like laptops and and cork board messages and stuff like that i don't care that much um yeah i'm kind of sick of logs. so i would read them because it's easy to mash the button while you're running past something Mm -hmm. um but i would just skim it and just keep moving um and I wouldn't stand in front of people and wait for them to finish sentences all the time. So, but needless to say, I think the story is, I still got the story conveyed to me pretty well. And I think I understand what happened. And I have to say the ending is not fun. Um, the, this game ends abruptly. Oh, really? <laughs> so abruptly that I literally like was like, did I do something wrong? Yeah, did is that the bad I... ending? Did the game crash? What happened? <laughs> and so yeah, I had to like I loaded my save back up, and I was like, oh no, okay, hard like cut to credits. Um, cool, interesting game. Uh, for <laughs> for however much I paid for it, very cheap game. But yeah, it was fun. Um, I definitely like immediately went and uh started playing the DLC, uh, which was called the Trader, mm-hmm. and the DLC the the biggest difference uh differences i should say with the dlc and the main game of the final station is that in the dlc you there is no uh maintenance of your vehicle so you're driving like a like a it's like a charger or something that type of sports car Mm -hmm. and you're basically kind of taking the same pathing that you took at um as a train conductor but you're doing it as like a person and you can only pick up um 
one person at a time so if you pick somebody up and you meet somebody else and they're like take me with you you have to decide if you're gonna leave the other person and the 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 only thing they give you to base that decision on is uh like three stats which is their crafting ability their healing ability and their social ability okay um so for example i recently picked up a lumberjack who had high crafting ability but he was miserable and so every time we got in the car i had to listen to how this asshole hated me for like picking him up (laughs) and and, like my character's like i saved your life yeah asshole and he's like yeah but i didn't ask you to you you bum yeah um but yeah he allows me to craft a lot of bullets so so he's cool i just put up with his bullshit um And I don't care. He like his whining doesn't really do anything to me anyway. Yeah. And so it's like if you want to go back and pick up other people, you can do that. You can just play again. But um, so far I'm I'm just enjoying the like actual gameplay of like going through the maps, um, mm-hmm. trying not to die. Um, and then oh, the other difference is that for this character in each level the goal isn't to get a blocker code it's to pick up gas mm-hmm. uh water and ammunition which it doesn't really equate to anything for you it's just like three things that you need to get back in your car and leave okay um, or you can't progress so it doesn't like give you anything value wise yeah but um yeah so far i'm enjoying it and uh yeah i'll probably finish that this week because i don't know if the dlc's as long as the main game and i would say the main game's maybe five hours okay play it solidly that's pretty solid that's pretty solid um because yeah there's probably like maybe three or four sections where i got like stuck stuck where it took me like five or six retries the whole level to like get through the level are there Um, side levels or side objectives or anything like that or is it um there it's pretty much all main there are areas that feel uh optional like you did it feels like you could have left without especially in this dlc like you definitely could leave once you get all three items you don't have to explore all the areas gotcha Um, but yeah i don't in the main game i don't i feel like i could go back and do better at saving people and be better at my resources i Mm -hmm. don't feel like i could do better at the actual uh gameplay gotcha Um, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like, like I missed part. anything. You could do yeah. better. Well, I feel like I could do better at the management. I don't feel like I missed anything map crucial. Gotcha. That's what I say. Gotcha, um, gotcha. So it's pretty, it, it guides you through, uh, it loops you through the levels pretty um, easily. Mm-hmm. I like stuff so, like that. So uh, moving on from that, I played, I finally, finally, finally got to start up Hellblade, uh, mm-hmm. which is Sinuous Sacrifice, the first of the sinual games Mm -hmm. well i think the next one is coming out uh in the future sometime and uh i am it's not at all what i expected um i was more expecting like a uh third person like uh what do you call it when it's more like more involved um fight mechanics where it's like you gotta like kind of pay attention where uh oh, i'm sorry when the opponent is swinging um to block encounter and stuff like that oh. i thought it was going to be like kind of like a third person like more technique high technique fighting like more combo based type of thing or like more reactionary oh, more okay, like oh they're gonna swing high so i gotta swing low gotcha. type thing yeah i thought it was gonna be like that mm-hmm. and for what to what it really is is like it's like a third person over the shoulder like it's kind of a storytelling interactive storytelling mm-hmm. but it's 
also like a here we go i'm gonna mess this up <laughs> rogue light like <laughs> did you say both anyway damn it <laughs> for a like, you were gonna confidently one pick enemies, one one is enemies one is a uh, map yeah. and i always forget which is which light is map okay i think i'm gonna say light is the one i think of it like this light is less like and like is more like rogue like the game rogue so like like is closer to rogue light is further away from rogue i don't know what rogue is so that messes me up. rogue is the first game where you died and you started over with nothing from zero okay. so rogue like then yeah. i'm gonna say rogue like because uh in early in Senua, so Senua starts out with like you are <laughs> you are I, I'm gonna say in the mind of Senua because mm-hmm. that and I'm not going off of interviews and I haven't read anything about this game, I'm mm-hmm. just playing it. Okay. So I'm gonna say you're in the mind of Senua because the narrator starts off telling us from the third person perspective, mm-hmm. right saying her name and stuff that she is taking on a a quest that is very dangerous um and she cannot basically turn around Mm -hmm. and um she should turn around but she can't and she's driven by i i'm assuming love love because i think her her boyfriend died or something okay um or maybe her husband um and so it kind of starts out with the narrator explaining that while she's on a boat guiding herself up to this this uh through this river Mm -hmm. you see all these people on sticks and stuff and so all the voices this is when you start hearing the voices in her head and man it's like there's like four or five different voices (laughs) jesus and they're all just like turn around look why isn't she looking and the the voices talk in the third person Mm -hmm. um so it's not like me or i it's it's her and she and why is she doing that why isn't she listening why why is she going that way why doesn't she look up Mm -hmm. why isn't she so it's it's and it's very manic it's very like overlapping and you can't always hear all and there are no subtitles there are no subtitles it's supposed to be like schizophrenia right like she's schizophrenic yeah that's what i've heard yeah and so yeah it's like very much the voices are like telling her to go back telling her she can't go back um and so it's like you're walking a lot of it is in the beginning is you're walking and listening right Mm -hmm. and because there's the narrator there's the voices in the head the narrator i think is one of the voices in her head Mm -hmm. it's just a stronger voice and then it kind of says like welcome but singua also looks at us a lot and it's weird and disorienting Yeah. yeah she will it's like if the voices get too loud, she will look at us like directly in the eye, and yeah. she, she she will make faces at us. Yeah. Um. And so it's kind of disjarring because it's like, are we her, or are we a part of her, or right. are we just like uh floating with her? Like, <laughs> what are we? Right. Um. But anyway, that so you're kind of walking, you're you're getting a, a understanding of the story, and this is where you're you're like, okay, I'm kind of in God of War world. Because they're talking about Niflheim, mm-hmm. and they're talking about you know those worlds. It's it's that uh uh what do we say Nor- Nordic Nordic Nor- yeah Nor- yeah it's like that Nordic Norse. mythology Norse no Nor- Norse is different from Nordic I don't know don't listen to me 
but yes you have like odin and it's all those it's that oh that is norse then yeah 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 Yeah. that's Norse. okay so she's traveling to the world of the dead um basically to i guess retrieve her boyfriend's soul she's seen kratos um (laughs) not yet (laughs) it does feel like like i do i do at times feel like i'm gonna turn a corner and kratos is gonna be sitting on a log like contemplating um But I would say, like, the as far as, like, ma- magic feels a bit low in okay. this world. It feels like low magic. Outside of, like, you have to, one of your main mechanisms is focusing, like, yeah. which is zooming your vision and looking at things. And then you kind of register, uh, like, a visual glyph or something like that, and it'll start talking. Okay. So, That's your audio log. early on, you meet, like, a spirit, and he kind of uh, joins you and he's helping you enter the world of the dead. And so he's explaining a lot of the, the Norse mythology. So that's like the walking simulator part of this because there's not, you're kind of walking between battle zones Mm -hmm. in this game. So you're choosing paths. So I was presented two doors early on and I just chose the not red one because the red one looks scary. Yeah. Um, and the battles were pretty intense so you're kind of like walking to a zone there's like a puzzle to a battle zone to a puzzle to a battle zone is kind of the pattern that Mm -hmm. i'm experiencing so far and um you kind of have to unlock these runes which is a kind of cool mechanism like you look at this door it's like a it's a symbol and then you focus on it it gets imprinted in like your vision in this weird like transparent kind of way so you see the outline and then you have to go out turn around into the area you're in and you have to look for the symbol like in nature mm-hmm. so and the way they kind of guide you is like little ver little like glowing versions of the glyph will get brighter and more numerous the closer you get to where you're supposed to look and then you kind of focus and you match it up okay um, so sometimes it's a tree sometimes it's branches sometimes it's a it's a outline on the ground sometimes it's rocks and you line it up with your vision whatever mm-hmm. and then you can progress through the gate um and then once you progress uh through the gate you kind of enter a battle zone where you have to just fight these like big uh like boneheaded spirits and i say boneheaded because they're wearing like cubone type skulls gotcha. <laughs> and they have like big bone sticks that they beat you with yeah and this is where i was saying like, like the fighting is a little it's a little more than just mashing because you almost start every fight with a with a counter unless you want to just get smacked mm-hmm. um, because they come in just swinging at you. So you kind of have to counter, get them off balance, and then you're kind of able to get your attacks in because they do block um, often. They mm-hmm. block strong and they block often. Um, so you kind of have to time your attacks. And there are like combos, but you mostly have quick quicks and heavies. And then you have like a melee kick to kind of like throw them off guard. So it's not too complex attacks, but you just have to time yourself appropriately. Um, And then, yeah, uh, early on, uh, they kind of they do that early mechanism of like, we're going to put you in a fight. So you learn to fight, but then we're going to like put you in a fight that you (laughs) can't win. Yeah. Right. So I get overwhelmed because the thing about the third person in this game is like it is very tight over the shoulder. Mm hmm so tight that it might as well be first person they want stuff to sneak up on you 
it yeah it feels <laughs> super claustrophobic so when they finally do introduce multiple opponents mm-hmm. you're like how do i turn around yeah. um other than to counter you kind of have to counter which is hard to do because you don't know when they're swinging mm-hmm. but you're so far my main warning to a swing is a voice a voice will go behind you yeah and right after that i know i just need to hit the counter button Mm -hmm. and then senua will kind of like quick turn and counter but that leaves you open to the guy if you didn't finish fighting the guy in front of you (laughs) if he's stumbling he's gonna get up and attack you again so it the fighting can be a little bit um intense at times Mm -hmm. so they put you in a fight you can't win you lose that fight and then you learn that uh the the main uh death mechanism of this game is that we, every time you die uh the the rot on your hand will go up your mm-hmm. arm and the closer it gets to your brain Jesus. Uh, the the worse it gets and then once it reaches your head you die die and okay. you lose all progression so Sheesh. right now it's checkpointing you in zones mm-hmm. uh but if you die you die die um, no matter how far you got no matter how far you got. Sheesh. So, and it seems like so far I've died about three times, and the creep so far seems slow, mm-hmm. but man, I feel like I'm hitting that elbow quick. <laughs> feeling, feeling that itch of like, uh, should I start a over now? Sweaty. Like, <laughs> yeah. Should feel I a just start sweaty. over now? Yeah. Especially since I don't even know how big the map is and mm-hmm. like how much progression I'm actually making uh, path wise. So, yeah. Uh yeah, Senua is surprising. Uh, wasn't expecting it to be what it was, and like it's definitely making me look forward to the the next the game because the visuals of the next game look look really sick. But, nice. Yeah, I see why they made this like a launch. Uh, I think this was a launch title. Yeah, I remember when it came, first came out. The gra- uh, I remember seeing the graphics. Like, whoa, this looks kind of kind of crazy. Yeah. It does have that motion problem, that uh, motion capture problem of, like, Senua often looks cross-eyed. Oh, does she really? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, it's like, sometimes she looks cross-eyed because they can't quite get that, like, looking you in the eye, looking the camera in the eye thing, right? right, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so that's Senua. Uh, Then, again, another game I played was um, Deliver Us the Moon, and this was a free game on... uh, if you have the second tier of the PlayStation. Okay. Uh, Extra, package. I think. Yes. Not the essential. Or premium. The one where you, <laughs> you can access the library. No, yeah, I think that's extra. I think, yeah. it's, it's I think pre- premium is the, like, the third one. tier, right? Yeah. That's what premium I thought. Is the yeah. highest. It's the middle tier. Got you. Um, but, yeah, so I, I p- picked this game because Deliver Us Mars is a game that's coming out that I was excited about, I'm pretty sure. And it okay. looked identical to this game and i was like oh maybe they've made a game before Didn't and know this that in the mars game is a sequel um yeah. but yeah it's like the same font and everything nice um so i just started playing this game because i was like i just want to see what it is mm-hmm. you know and like because they said it was like crafting and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so basically it, it basically it's very um i won't say it's very technical but it does feel like a little bit of a like educational game at times oh wow but it is fictional in that it's it's future based and it's um it's centered around like we've discovered uh I think it's we've discovered like ways I think it's helium it's either helium or hydrogen that mm-hmm. we've discovered to use as a energy source on Earth and then the moon has pockets of it so we're mining it out of the moon it's a it's a resource driven 
uh, story thing. Okay. And I believe there was a team there, right? There was a mining team there, and then they've gone missing mm-hmm. or something to that nature. Gone quiet. The base has gone quiet, and then my character's been sent up to investigate. Um, so my character has to actually like get in the ship, launch, um, and then once I reach the station on the moon, I have to figure out like get in there, set things up, and figure out what's going wrong. Mm-hmm. So right now I was up in the station, I think above the moon, and the only reason I just want to talk about this one section, um, which it's it's all first person, and I'm in the station. There's no gravity, and so far moving around has been pretty easy, but it's also very frustrating. A feeling like you're just like a bowling ball, just like floating around a space station. Oh, okay, like the physics. <laughs> you can't really see your body, yeah. right? So it just feels like you're just like boing, yeah, boing, like trying to like guide yourself. But like the controls are fairly like they've got up and down and forward and back. You can get they it. They have going the basics you... that you need there. Yeah, you can get, like, it's like X's will make you float vertically up, mm-hmm. and circle will make you go down, so you can kind of, like, level yourself out, and then it's, like, R1 and uh, L1 kind of, like, let you swivel yourself Okay. Yeah. <laughs> in different ways, so they kind of let you move in that 3D space uh, uh, fairly well, mm-hmm. but um, one thing that kind of happens early on is, like, I'm bumping around the space station, bringing systems back online, and, like, there's this one point where it's, like, oh, let's get the station rotating so we can get the gravity back yeah and my character's like la 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 like i go to press the button and it's like oh power uh coming back online do 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 and then i'm like oh great and i go to open this <laughs> and the whole station just burst oh into like God. a thousand pieces nah. and it's like suddenly i go from like it's like a i'm in first person and it's like a bright flash of light and then it's like immediately i just see my character like like um uh sandra bullock and gravity just like spinning in space oh my god and i'm like whoa like for a second i'm like wait a second i'm like is this a hallucination like what's happening like this is so sudden and then it's like no quick time event square (laughs) grab a piece of debris hold on um and then so like i steady myself and then you you're like your oxygen's fucked and you have to uh then you have to like um kind of like boost jump yourself from debris to debris and grab like little oxygen tanks to keep yourself alive to get back to like the main section of the station that didn't explode off into space mm-hmm. <laughs> and so far that uh it's been fun it's but chaos. i was just like surprised like i wasn't expecting this game to like exist and i've never heard of it yeah um and yeah it's like kind of just a this first person adventure game um mm-hmm. That's like it's relatively realistic, you know, because yeah. it's set in the future. So, but I feel like they're using relatively realistic uh, space Science. tech for what the time would be. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the further I progress, I'll see if there's like more weird fictional things going on. But so far, it's just like uh, system things are going wrong, bad things are happening. So, oh, okay, I'm I'm looking forward to the Mars game based on that. Gotcha. Um, and then lastly, uh, very quickly, I just very barely started this game last night um and i i should have played vampire survivors but i didn't get to yet die so don't be mad um but i played this game called the chant now this is a uh uh, this is a third person survival horror game Mm -hmm. um that came out i think a little while ago i 
I, I saw it on PlayStation, mm-hmm. um, but I wasn't sure like what size of game it was, and I wasn't sure if it was like one of those interactive story games or not. Right. Right. So I didn't pay too much attention. Um, but I got access to it over the weekend. I was playing it, and it is actually a third person survival horror, uh, like op- kind of open world uh, ah. game. And it's it's the story is centered around I think it takes place in the seventies and it's mm-hmm. centered around kind of like this like woodsy like uh like like renewal like self renewal spiritual like cult okay. in the woods yeah. thing. And so the the trailer was like these people like sitting around in this commune and they're chanting and they're mm-hmm. wearing masks and stuff. But then it but then it you know, the it also had cosmic horror in the genre. So oh, that wow. like <laughs> And when you watch uh, the trailer further, it's like you're the main character. It's like they go in and out of like, is this reality? And like things are attacking them and like uh, things are swishing and swirling and changing around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I started up the game, it's like, oh, I'm a pregnant lady running away from like being sacrificed to this like base portal that like this dude has opened in the middle of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like you're learning like quick time runaway events is like dodge under this branch, uh, do this. And then uh, once you settle into the game proper, mm-hmm. uh, you get, oh, a HUD and you have um, survival mechanics like your mind. You can have panic attacks. <laughs> yeah, You have to keep your mind gauge up and you have spirit, your mind, spirit and um, your heart. So mm-hmm. like your regular health. And they teach you early on to forage for like lavender will heal your mind. And um, you can also like meditate if mm-hmm. your mind gets too low. Like if you stand in darkness too long, you'll go crazy. Yeah. It's one of those games. Okay. So um, I'm like very, yeah, I'm very, but like more gameplay. Yeah. Um, Cause there's like crafting and things of that nature. And more you're surviving. at a camp. Yeah. So I'm very interested to uh, check this game out a little bit more and see where it's actually going to go. Cause I've already met the like crazy, creepy, uh, like Jesus dude who mm. looks like he's like the leader. Yeah. And then, but then there's also his brother who's like, who's named Tyler and just, oh you know, wants to make some money off yeah. of this sweet retreat in the woods, brah. That's brah. Funny. We could just sell it, brah. Make some money, brah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm curious. We've got like some regular people. We've got. Um, the main character is like seems genuinely um genuinely wants to like heal her life but also is skeptical about <laughs> this weird ass commune in the yeah. woods. So um, I I think it'll be interesting. I'm curious. You I know, do want it's you a little to know more I wouldn't than... be that guy too, by the way. <laughs> I, I just thought it was funny he was the money guy. I wouldn't be but, the one um... that kills us all in a weird forest situation over some <laughs> some extra side change. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. You'd be the one that's like, just sell it. Let's just make it a regular health retreat. Like, I don't think you yeah. would be like, let's let's uh, sit cross-legged and chant yeah, to the yeah, heaven. Yeah. I like, wouldn't do you're that. Not yeah. that. No, you're I would, I'm not, not that. I would be like, let's move to a state across the country and then sell it from there from safety. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to be there at all. Let's sell it by a, with a proxy. Yeah, exactly. Um, to make sure they catch the curse and I not I don't need us. to be there at all in any way. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, so that was the chant. I will tell you more about that the more I get to play it. I've touched too many games. Uh, like Tiz mentioned, we played Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap is a game where you, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and then the uh the last thing, second to last thing, I'm gonna mention very quickly. I watched a movie 
called Barbarian. It was the first uh, genuinely scary movie I've seen this year. Um, it is on HBO Max, and I highly recommend you watch it. I am just going to leave it at that. I know I always over-describe things because mm-hmm. uh, I like to describe things enough to get people interested, but this one, I knew nothing going into it, and <laughs> I think everyone should know nothing going into it. Yeah. So go watch Barbarian if you have time. Nice, um, nice. And then the last thing I want to mention is I pre-ordered the uh, a, a game system called the the Retro Pocket Three Retroid Pocket Three, hey. I believe Three Plus, um, which I have been staring at um, a retro retro gaming device for a while now, and I've just been debating because I'm like, there's a lot of like, there's a lot Game Boy. It's a lot of Game Boy games that I find myself wanting to play often, and Uh-oh. I don't feel like digging out the DS that allows me to put cartridges in it. Um, I was going to say, there's a lot of retro console options. <laughs> there's well, like an ocean too, of them, Jones. There's also a lot of retro retro combo. Uh, what to say? I can't speak yeah. anymore. <laughs> so, I have pre-ordered this device for, I think it was like a whopping $162 USD. And um, I will check it out, and I will let you guys know what I think about it. But I'm just going to let you know, I primarily ordered it for this reason. <laughs> GameCube? Because that. So if it does that, I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much my week. Plural, because we missed two weeks. Whew. Yeah, sh- All right. They don't know. Fizz. Take us to the news. News time. News. <laughs> All right. So first story. My abbreviated version of the news theme. <laughs> first story. We had the Nintendo, uh, Nintendo, not the Nintendo, the Nintendo Switch Indie World Showcase. Um, they showed off a bunch of indie games that are coming to the Switch. Um, I'm not going to talk about all of them. I'm going to talk about my highlights, though. Stop me if you oh, have oh, something. Oh, art. World of horror. World of Okay, sorry. World of horror. But you World of s- horror is coming to you. It's a port. It's coming to the Switch. Go ahead. Oh, talk about that one cuz I don't know. I I actually well, don't no, know. What it, World of it's uh it's uh it's like a one of those like monochrome pixelated games so it's like black and white. Okay. Um and it's basically kind of it's kind of an RPG um turn-based uh it's a game about cosmic horror Mm -hmm. and it's like you're in this like beachside town in like the 80s in like japan and like uh yeah cosmic horror happens to your town and like you know there's a there's like a scissor monster killing girls at your school and you gotta like fight it with like like mystic stuff and rituals and like you can take hits to your to your spirit and like your sanity and yeah yeah, it's got a lot of outcomes it's got like a bunch of different endings to beginnings it's on like it's on PC. It's been on PC for a while. Okay. Um, so I'm just happy that coming to Switch. Cool. Nice, nice. Um, and so yeah, so a whole bunch of indie games here. Um, again, stop me if I don't say any other ones that you want to talk about. Um, so the first one on here that's looks interesting. Sports Story is coming to Nintendo Switch. So, um, if y'all remember Golf Story, I still haven't played Golf Story. But I, yes, go ahead. <laughs> Golf Story was decent. I played it, but I don't. I think I didn't connect to the golf as much, which is why I probably fell off. Um, and a whole and the game was actually pretty long. Like it was, pro- I think the full game would have probably taken like fifteen hours, uh, like minimum. Um, so it's like a lot of golf, and I do think you probably need some 
uh, connection to golf to enjoy it that long. Maybe that's just me. But oh, so I, you're not you're not gonna pick up the Mario Golf? I'd skip on, no, I skip Mario bag. Golf on Switch. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I did I did appreciate what the game was doing gameplay wise and like the scenarios it was putting you in was very rem- reminiscent of like old school Game Boy Advance games that I love. Um, so I'm gonna I'm probably end up checking out this sports story because it's the same thing, just a bunch of different sports as opposed to just golf. Um, yeah. In the trailer, they showed golf, tennis, soccer, BMX, volleyball, and cricket. That's the part I'm curious about. <laughs> yeah. So I think that different, the like the mix up of all the different sports will keep me like intrigued because it won't just it won't feel stale because it won't just stay on one single kind of theme mm-hmm. the whole time. Um, and then next up, I was really hoping this one would not stay Xbox exclusive. Thank God. Um, Rogue Legacy 2. Uh, I really love Rogue Legacy 1. I had that on PlayStation, though, not on Switch. And I've always wanted oh, okay. to I have it on help. Switch. Yeah. Um, so maybe I should check out the one you have. Download that one. It's pretty addicting. But um, yeah, Rogue Legacy <laughs> is awesome. And I'm so mad. I sent so many babies to their death. To their <laughs> death. Yeah. This long, long, long family line. Um, trying to like find the the one who could beat <laughs> this whole dungeon level. yeah have you seen any of rogue lexi too like the gameplay no i have not so i've only heard mostly good things i've heard that they've improved on whatever needed to be improved on from legacy one mm-hmm. um the art was style was a bit different with um devious dungeon uh, okay which gotcha. also has there's a devious dungeon and a devious dungeon 2 2 which are really fun i recommend if you haven't played them uh, i do but see has those sim- very similar up. gameplay to this i definitely want to try those because i see them pop up on my like on the switch sales and stuff all the time oh i already have it so oh okay yeah <laughs> i could always try that <laughs> i really haven't checked your a library in a while oh like, i i check your library before i go to the store like <laughs> come on bro no i feel you i'm like why is it like i'm always like why is he ever buy anything i never buy switch <laughs> games like it's so rare that i buy switch games i'm like where where is the new game what like i know last? your library so well i know where you already know it's in there yeah that's funny um terrible but yeah i'm super hyped for rogue legacy 2 um i'm probably gonna get that soon after it comes out um and then let's see this game pepper grinder is a devol- new devolver <laughs> digital game it actually looks like sonic mixed with dig dug um which could be interesting it's like a fast paced like drilling through the ground game and like collecting coins and stuff um and then have a nice death was one that i keep seeing pop up a lot uh so it's a, a roguelike uh they wrote it out here for me so i didn't have to i didn't have Go to do any guess. guessing yeah <laughs> i need a try i need a goddamn f- flow chart yeah like on my wall every time i have to think about (laughs) all the games Uh, that go under which category you need like encyclopedia does it'll be like does it have procedural map okay yes does it have (laughs) and you're like (laughs) yeah oh man um to be honest i don't even know if they're using it right here um but so they're calling it a roguelike and it i think it you basically play as death or the grim reaper and it kind of looks the like the level structure and layout kind of reminds me of something like uh, Hollow Knight, where they got these like crazy looking boss fights and um, little minions in between the boss fights and stuff. Um, so yeah, kind of you know, kind of a concept of a game we'd know, but new character, new world. Um, and then let me see, I'm gonna skip a couple here. Uh, so to the next one I saw. So this one, Desta, the memories between features, dodgeball in your dreams um there's no gameplay here but just the concept of like 
magical dodgeball seems kind of cool i really like games that take like gym class sports and turn them into like extreme sports um so that could be kind of cool um, when they actually show gameplay um this next one looked kind of interesting too goodbye world so it looks kind of like um 2d pixel art um story type of game where you play as a game developer and it it goes through the struggles of being a game developer so right here in the first uh i have like a, a shot from the trailer here and it's literally like a person like laid out on the floor so like i'm assuming they're stressed out about something um and this kind of the the reason this caught my eye is i used to play a lot of game dev story back in the day um another mobile game so if do you know what game dev story is i've heard of it yes so it's kind of like you it's kind of like also a pixel game like this but instead of playing as a game developer you play as the lead of the studio so you're like running and managing a game development studio um and kind of producing games and making money and building up your studio and upgrading it with more office seats and hiring people and stuff like that um and the art styles would you say like equals enemies light equals map <laughs> yeah I'm that's just a good putting that there for myself <laughs> pin that john that's a good simplification <laughs> um but yeah I'm, I'm always interested in like games that put you in the seat of game game developers i, I just think it's cool um and maybe they'll get into like the deep stuff in here like harassment and and crunch and all that stuff that would be that'd be very interesting if they did that um, I really like when games with like pretty or like pixely or cutesy art styles tackle like really heavy topics like depression and like it's me slavery at work and stuff like that. that one game. Oh, what was that one game uh, with the cat um, who like returns home from college? Oh, oh, I know what game you're talking about. In, yeah. the, in the woods? Yeah, yeah. All the animals or all the people are animals that talk. I know and it's game. like yeah. that game messed me up, man. Yeah, yeah. I love games like that. Have you still <laughs> not played not um, like that? Have I have you not st- played Celeste. Yo, I have not you gotta played. play Celeste is gonna mess you up. I will play Celeste as winner. Celeste is gonna mess you up, yeah. Don't do this. To Celeste me. had me thinking. Like <laughs> it had me laid in my bed that night thinking. Jeez. Oh man. Um Chainsaw man have to think, man. Come on. Reassess my goals. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, let me see. Is there anything else that I super care about in here? I wasn't as struck, stricken by this indie drop, but that's just me. How about you? Same, pretty much the same. I usually, when I see these, I usually look straight for the Devolver Digital games. And then I look for games that are like previously stranded on PC that are now coming to Switch that I haven't seen. Um, like that's why I was like Inscription, Hyper Inscription, Hyper yeah. World of Horror. Um, I wish I didn't play Inscription yet because I would have loved yeah, to experience that for the first time on Switch. But um, yeah, so that's that's the Indie World Showcase. Um, and then moving on from there, some small news here. Not going to go too much on it. Uh, Monster Hunter mobile game has been announced. Um, and it's going to be from the same studio that did Call of Duty Mobile and Pokemon Unite. Um, I played a little bit of Call of Duty Mobile. Um, I don't play it that much, but I really do like Pokemon Unite. I think it's that's also a very good mobile game. And it's on Switch so with full controller support. So if they do that with this game and make it free to play, mm-hmm. I think it could be big. Um, 
because I would love to play this on Switch with a controller. Or, I mean, if they have mobile. So the weird thing with Pokemon Unite is it has mobile con- mobile controller, or it has controller support only on Switch, but not on the mobile version. But it has cross-play with the mobile version, which doesn't make any sense to me. So um, I don't know if that's just like Nintendo bought some exclusive controller Ninten- rights. You want something and Nintendo's not giving it to you. Exactly. It makes total sense to me. That's true, because it is a Nintendo-owned <laughs> IP. That's true. That's true. Um and then uh next up the first of the three last airbender movies is set to come out 2025 it's probably going to get delayed so don't get your hopes up um we don't have a lot of info about this movie other than it is probably going to be the one focused on ang um so kind of the too late movies i'm hoping i'm i'm a, i'm gonna still watch it though i'm not going to say too late uh, i'm never mad at new avatar if it's if it's animated i don't want no live action um but I would still like to see in animation how Aang dies. Um, no, but don't you think it would be more timely of like when they dropped all those seasons of Avatar on Netflix and like people were watching it? And, like, oh yeah, that would have been perfect. <laughs> that would have been perfect if they actually thought to do it back then. I think they had given up on Avatar honestly until I don't know it even was until completed. when. Huh? It was complete. Yeah. If we're essentially. being new. <laughs> there's a bunch of uh comic though material that has never been adapted like in between right. uh, airbender and Korra, they kind of just skip a bunch of stuff and they may lightly mention it in Korra, but they never actually like explain a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. um like to they me, don't t- that's just like that's just like george r. r martin leaving yourself gaps to like fill in later yeah when you need when that's, you need money essentially that's kind of what it feels like <laughs> that's really kind of what it feels You're like, like yeah, Aegon conquered like 400 years ago before all this. Like how? We'll <laughs> how we'll did he do it? <laughs> I would like to see the looks on the people's faces when he came flying in with 10 dragons and nobody had seen dragons before. I would like to see that. Um, so yeah, that movie's coming out. Not a lot on that. And then next up, Netflix. N- now you want to talk about too late. This is late. This is like late, late, late. Netflix announces a Gears of War live action movie and an adult animated series. And um what's his name? Bautista really wants to play the lead role. Um so much so that he took a picture of himself in a Gears of War cosplay. Totally looks like that dude. <laughs> he does. Like I mean his he head would, is shaped like that dude's head. He looks like a meathead, which is what all the Gears of War characters look like. <laughs> <laughs> he just look like meatheads. Um and I think the other thing with like why he would be good for that is because it's hard to find actual body types that are shaped like how the Gears of War characters are designed. Yeah, it's <laughs> like Batista and The Rock. Yeah, <laughs> like that's kind of like, it. I'm like, who else can we get that thick? Chris Hemsworth know. when he's at his biggest, his Maybe, biggest. Maybe, but yeah, like even when you look at him though, he's still kind of like thin. Yeah, for that. He's and his, not like as stocky. I was about to say he's too tall too. Like his neck is too long. You got to be stumpier. I feel like. Yeah, like his brother might could do it. His, yeah, the Westworld brother. If he can get, can he get that big? I haven't seen him. I don't know. Maybe he might have it in his jeans. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how that turns out. I mean, yeah, I think it's just gonna be like another Uncharted type of situation where it's like, it's probably just gonna be middle of the road, like. People aren't going to hate it. People aren't going to love it type of thing. Uh, the animated series, though, I, I mean, I always have hope for those. I think that could be decent. Uh, Netflix I wanted to decent. gain its own weird audience like the Halo show has. 
Oh my god, I hope not. <laughs> I hope they don't go that route. Jesus Where, like, Christ. My mom had no idea what Halo was, and now, now she sympathizes with Master Chief. Oh my god. <laughs> that, just you saying sympathizes with Master Chief makes me mad. Simps for Master Chief. Nothing. It, it, he's not supposed to have emotions. They were beaten and ripped out of him as a kid. He's supposed to be an alien killing machine and nothing else. Um, but Your anyway, little boy heart being huh? broken. Yeah, like dude, don't That's do your little this. Boy to, heart being broken. Don't do this to my characters, bro. Like, jeez. Um, but then next up, I should have put this Nintendo news with the other Nintendo news, but. Oh wait! This oh, is, I, you put, I this put this on here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, tell so me. I about just this. thought this was funny. Uh, I saw this article where it said uh, Nintendo Japan is refusing repair to repair products if customers threaten or harass. It's they're st- as they should. <laughs> like. Yeah, and I was like, who? Like, because when I read them, like, who is abusing these poor people that are like fixing your dearest item? Like, when someone has my stuff. Your switch, I don't threaten like, them. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm the nicest person in the world to you when you're fixing and you have my stuff. Like, what kind of animal sends in their switch into the mail and then starts sending threatening <laughs> emails? Like, fam, you're not getting your switch back. <laughs> like, it just said, the article says, when, when making an inquiry about a repaired product, please refrain from using any actions, including but not limited to those listed below, that, that go beyond what is socially acceptable as a means of fulfilling your request. And I oh think this God. is strange because it's like Japan, at least on, on the outside, on the surface, is like, well, and, and even people on YouTube will like the people who visit and like do the the vlogs and stuff will say that you know it's very rare to see like, uh, people acting out in public and stuff like that. This is targeted like, at the Americans very... that are living in Japan because you know it's a lot of them. That's what I'm wondering, right? I'm <laughs> wondering are these are these non-Japanese people who live in Japan and are just being assholes? Absolutely. There's so many non-Japanese or, people in Japan. I was like or are because it's not because it's like a, a digital or like a you know, a digital exchange, it's email maybe or yeah. it's a online process. Maybe they're maybe Japanese people are bec- are more rude because they're not actually in person speaking <laughs> yeah. to each other. That was my other thought. That's funny. And it says, according to the site, actions that could make Nintendo refuse to repair product include intimidation or threats, <laughs> insulting or or is that den- denigrating remarks, uh, invasion of privacy, excessive demands such as a free repair <laughs> when the warranty has expired. <laughs> you cannot demand a free repair after the warranty. Uh, that makes no sense. Demanding you. Demanding an apology from Nintendo or its staff. I without swear to reason. God, if you don't apologize for this stick drift, <laughs> I didn't pay all this money for this stupid stick to be uh, not working six years later. Now here's one I wouldn't even consider rude: excessively repeating the same request or complaint. So just are you sending spamming your, your complaint over and over again? How many times though? Because you know we if got they don't spam have a number. There's no number here. If I if I send just it twice, it. you know one and then a follow up. All right, fine. But if I send it ten times in a row, like just you're getting that. They're gonna send you that mailer demon, bro. Yeah, you get blocked. Uh, <laughs> block you. Don't reply. To this defamatory address. comments on social. Don't go on their socials. Slander and them. blast them either. <laughs> Defam- don't, don't link you through your social site. Tear right. you down. That's a little unfair. I should be able to slander. That's what social media is for. I should be able to slander products and 
services I'm unhappy with on Twitter. It says, according to uh, Kyoto News Report, there's no law against customers harassing staff in Japan, but some companies have been incorporating anti-harassment rules. Into there's no law here about that, is there? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like company rules, but you can't go to jail for harassing a employee. I mean, physically you can, but that's a it, different thing. You can't for sending mean emails. You can't go to jail. It doesn't. Uh, it it doesn't like say that there's any instances that have like incited the need for this. Yeah. But I just thought it was like they're like, yo, back back up. Which is wild because Nintendo companies have reportedly harassed their own employees. So why don't they have? a rule like this well it says we have made the decision after concluding our customers would understand because of the reputation we have built of faithfully responding to them they said we're allowed to harass our staff but you guys can't y'all don't know them like that <laughs> we pay to harass our staff. yeah exactly you're trying to use your free warranty to harass our staff we and it's expired and it's expired yeah <laughs> That's the title of this episode. Don't use your ex- expired Nintendo warranty to harass Japanese <laughs> staff members. That's our long drawn out. That's a paragraph. Right. So my next fun story that I found, <laughs> which oh, I, I find this highly discriminatory. Yeah, seems like somebody uh, doesn't like money. The headline for this is Lego keeps rejecting Zelda pitches. I was like, what? I was yeah. like, Lego loves money. They, they, they celebrate all franchises. Yeah, usually, Isn't Nintendo's there Lego the Minecraft? Rejected. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Or am I like just? Or maybe you're just, just thinking Minecraft looks like brain. Legos. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I feel like all the all the um animated Minecraft looks like moving Lego. Figures. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the main gist of this article, um, it says the report re- regarding the Legend of Zelda's apparent ban on Lego ideas comes from. Brick Fanatics. The Lego Focus website says that the Legend of Zelda theme projects will no longer be allowed on the platform, with all submissions being denied. The reason for this is described as a license conflict, which hasn't been an issue until recently. Exactly what changed in the relationship between Nintendo and Lego isn't clear. So it's about this website of Brick Fanatics, which I'm assuming is like a a like a place that people who like really are into legos can talk about submit oh. their projects oh interesting lego is reportedly banning this legend of zelda theme submissions from its community driven lego ideas platform the legend of zelda is a massively popular franchise of the nintendo video games unsurprising there is a good number of Le- legend of zelda fans that also love lego and have cre- created impressive builds to submit through lego ideas but those mm. fans will just have to wait so yeah, guys, uh, you're being suppressed <laughs> because Lego needs to support Super Mario right now. I'm assuming because that's the other. That's thing funny. That they like to do. Yeah, Lego yeah. Super Mario set one of company's most successful launches. <laughs> so so now they got to pick between Zelda and Mario. That's they're funny. just suppressing it <laughs> because of all the Mario hype right now. Zelda did get always get like the short end of the stick compared to Mario. In terms of like love and like stuff, that. they know, they know. Yeah, but yeah, I thought this little picture here was impressive. I do. Th- it links a better uh, character than Mario, like design wise. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> Mostly well, no, because shit. he has a sword, but 
Yeah, considering his pixel design, it really evolved. Yeah, you know? it did. From that weird ass squish pixel design, he was. Yeah. Couldn't tell his face from his shirt, from his <laughs> and from his hat. hat. Well, that I knew his hat because that was the green part. The green. I point. knew where his clothes were, but yeah. all that brown crap, and Mush then his the like middle. blue dot eyes. Yeah. And then his sword right. would just come off of his body. Cause don't forget, forget he was like creepy Hobbit color, where he was like he had like tan skin and like red hair. Yeah, yeah. Link is a Lies. weird Hylian. The Hylians. Freak. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's 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 talk about let's talk about something that we've all been interested in for a since while, birth. Like, Sometimes past. You've been interested in dragons since birth. Dragon! I would be part dragon if I could choose. Just letting cracks. Oh my god! Such like a that, detailed roar. I like that creepy horse growl. Yeah. That, that, that Caraxus has. I like the high yeah, pitched, like almost bird noises that are mixed in there. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Like my my somebody shot me in my vocal cord yeah. sound that he makes. But let's uh let's go back. Let's rewind in time and pretend we didn't miss a week, and talk about do 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 dragons and the dragons and the targaryens and the dragons, and their hair's blonde and there's oceans. <laughs> All right. And there's black people, and they have fake friends. <laughs> All right, I don't want to continue that because that song could go on forever. Because <laughs> um, it doesn't have to rhyme. No. It All doesn't. right. Because <laughs> there's no words in the actual theme. I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about the Dave Chappelle. Um, yeah, the crap fight was nuts. I was not expecting him to just bring in Chappelle show characters. <laughs> <laughs> like. He just brought in like Ashy Larry. Ashy so Larry, yeah. <laughs> like what? His Jerry Crow was dry. That's All funny. right. So let's rewind. Let's talk about the end, the finale, and the end, and the overall feelings about House of the Dragon. Tiz, would you like to start us off? Uh, yeah. Put you on the spot. <laughs> so overall, um. It was overall the way it ended was what I expected, so kind of cliffhangery. But I will say it it wasn't it wasn't too cliffhangery. Like I don't feel bad. I mean, I feel I feel how I would normally feel waiting, but I'm used to that from anime and everything. So I don't I don't feel like it's a bad wait. You know what I mean? I feel like they earned. I feel like what they did in the season was enough to earn the year or two wait or however long until the next part of the season, next season, season right. two. Um. I was for the most part happy where all with where all the characters left off. I think the death that happened in the last episode was upset. Impactful, yeah, upsetting. Uh well, for me it was kind of hype cuz it's like now I get to see anger, revenge. I love me some revenge and some some vengeance and and wrath. I love wrath in shows and anime and I feel like I wrath love- is about to be unleashed. So you love revenge, but I hate how we have to get there, man. I yeah. hate how we it's have always to get rough. There. It's always got, but it has to hurt. Otherwise, the wrath isn't gonna isn't gonna mean anything. 
Uh, like if it was just some some family member that nobody cared about, you know, then it's like, well, who cares that she's angry? That's why it freaking sucks that we didn't get Lady Stoneheart in the show. That is like in this show. She, in, no, in Game of Thrones. Lady Stone. Wait, we talked I'm, about this. Before. Did we? Am I getting Lady I, Stoneheart mixed up with the? Yeah, I'm getting her mixed up with Melisandre. Never mind. Yeah, because they didn't even show Lady Stoneheart in the at show. all, right? Okay. Yeah, but that was uh, Rob's mom after the red wedding, Catelyn. Yeah. They find Beric Dondarrion finds her in the river, brings her, like, revives her. He dies. She oh. takes his place as like the leader of that band of like misfits. Yeah. And then she basically goes around killing Lannisters. Like she's just running around killing Lannisters <laughs> and everyone that like was against her son in the red wedding. And she has to like hold her throat closed because oh her throat God. is like shredded open from her clawing herself. Oh yeah, when that she would died. be cool. That would be cool. So she has to like hold her throat closed to like mu- like she's like yeah and like say words and uh she's she's just the like walking embodiment of revenge. Vengeance, yeah. That would have been a cool subplot. That, yeah, I'm kind of mad that. they skipped over that. Because she runs into Brienne and it's a whole thing. Uh, oh man, so good. All yeah. Right. Yeah, that's that mythical stuff I like a lot too. <laughs> um, but let me see. Yeah, I think overall, overall, I was happy. Overall, I was happy. I think this season as a whole did it. It thoroughly satisfied my expectations. Um, maybe the first episode, I was like, "Oh, I don't know if this is gonna live up to Game of Thrones." But then by the second and third episode, I was like, "Oh no, nah, we here, we here. They're doing it." Um, so yeah. yeah. I think House of the Dragon naturally, I think, fits what HBO is trying to kind of smush Game Game of Thrones into anyway. Mm -hmm. Not that Game of Thrones doesn't fit, but it's it's like Game of Thrones in the beginning isn't that sexy, right? No, yeah. And I feel like the first season of Game of Thrones, they were trying to up up jump that a little bit. Absolutely, yeah. And um, this show, I think it fits because... When you go to the source material, and I want to talk, I'll talk about that a little bit separately. Mm-hmm. But when you go to the, the source material, it's told in a way that like one of the the narrators is like all he thinks about is sex all the time. Yeah, he's, gross. <laughs> he's like a uh, he's like a court gesture. Okay, and so he thinks from that perspective. So he's narrating the story from that perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So all of his narrations kind of uh, entail these like uh sultry retellings of the story and that it fits that character so that would fit like what hbo usually smushes things into but all that being said i think it fits that better side that's why i think i ended up liking this better that also being said they know how the audience kind of reacts to things to you now Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think (laughs) targaryens are just kind of like spicy and crazy and that just makes for a little bit more uh shenanigans dynamic story yeah Yeah, like more going on um so yeah the as far as the final episode i am devastated because i love lucerius was (laughs) my favorite character oh and i was like i've literally been afraid to say that he's my favorite character because i like i'm like they're gonna kill him i was like as soon as i like claim him they're gonna kill him yeah Yeah, and that that's exactly why it was like he as a young boy lucerius was highly aware of his mortality Mm -hmm. and he was highly aware of everyone else's mortality Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
and he was highly aware that like the game of thrones Mm -hmm. is is like a shitty game yeah and uh, you know he was like because they're like you're gonna be this and that and he's like yeah but for me to be that you guys have to all be dead and i don't want that and you know i'm like right there i'm like luke hands down favorite character because he cares about people (laughs) this world isn't meant for kind hearts yeah i know it's like no you're gonna die now you yeah. cemented your death yeah. um you literally set two feet in your grave yep. um so outside of that though um i was oh but yeah that that moment leading up to luke's death it is just you're just like there's it so many moments of just yeah you're just like just leave yeah. just leave just leave but man that shot of vagar in the storm in the Vagar dark, is massive, yeah being lit by the lightning it's like holy shit there's a there's a blimp parked on the other side of the castle and i didn't see it until the uh until the lightning struck like why is he this huge yeah and those flyover shots it's crazy um, so cool like such good cinematography Mm -hmm. like choices and why did nobody else think that hey maybe they will send someone else here like why did nobody think that yeah, that we have the same me. allies that we're fighting over. <laughs> like, well, no, you know what bothered me first? What the first thing that bothered me was like, okay, I get you're sending, you're sending Jace further away because mm-hmm. he's older, right? But you straight up say that um the king in the north is young, and uh Boros Baratheon is a old pri- like prideful man. Yeah. Why would you send a tiny little boy? as your envoy to like an old man why wouldn't you send your oldest son you know like exactly. i would send your oldest son to the old man and your younger son to the, to the, the kid younger person to relate to him more yeah so yeah i was like i found that frustrating because i was like why i know you just told him you would protect him yeah you you're trying to instill some confidence in him i get the distance thing but distance is not the important thing here right um so that's why i was just like uh that decision was like it was kind of weird yeah yeah um and then i thought it was so bold so bold of the hand um the green uh what is his what is that man's name uh uh, uh, auto i thought it was so bold of auto to show up at dragonstone um and that that, that was dragon the bridge clip scene that right played earlier yeah that yeah. was the sound clip from that clip when um Caraxi shows up behind them. at that standoff yeah but yeah Rhaenyra shows up in awesome fashion mm-hmm. um how you would expect her to show up if you had a dragon i would just show up <laughs> everywhere like that wait yeah. till somebody like refers to me and then go <laughs> on cue across yeah but yeah auto like so bold to like bring men and show up and the and stand in the face of people who could literally just blast you right there absolutely because you've already started war by the, Stealing the her moment throne. you decided to crown your son yeah. your grandson so she could just retaliate right then and there it's and just he, and that's this is the thing that frustrates me it's like they know they know the 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 system that they have instilled too well yeah Otto knows what he's in, like even though his daughter has rebelled against him a bit in yeah. in episode 9 and probably a little bit after he still knows that she still has to play by the same rules that he's playing by yeah right? politics political like, uh-huh. loopholes yeah so it's like he like even though he knows Rhaenyra is crazy 
and Targaryen and they have dragons, he also is highly confident in the fact that she will adhere to what her father had wanted. wanted. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like it, it's all based on this like that hierarchical system and that pass down and, and mm-hmm. tradition and and it's like oh it's so frustrating and gross cause even more than that too i think he's are gonna die <laughs> i think there's manipulation there in that he's also like playing with her emotions because like he was there ever Rhaenyra since she was or, a baby uh Rhaenyra. both yeah. both of them actually now that you say allison both of them because not only has he known them since well he was an adult while they were babies so they he's almost like family to them in a way and so I think the things that he says and the way he says them, he knows how to kind of play on both of their emotions towards him and also their emotions towards each other. Yeah, and I was um, going to say even more so, I think, with especially with Rhaenyra, he's just playing on her emotions for Alicent. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I don't think Rhaenyra and Otto have any connection at all. Yeah. Especially after Otto was, like, um, going after her sons. You well, know, that's the thing. Like the connection would be kind of through put her sons in danger. The connection wouldn't be those two one to one. It's a connection through her father and through Alice. Right, 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 yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. So, like, it's almost like, oh, if if your family friend walks up to you that you remember being in the picture for your entire life, but you never really talk to them, but they ask you for a favor, you're gonna look at it differently than if it's just some random off the street. You know what I'm saying? And I think he's playing on that because he knows he I think he definitely knows if it was just Damon that he had to talk to. He probably wouldn't even fly there. Right. Like if it was just Damon there and not Rhaenyra, he probably would not even have appeared because he knew he would have known that he would have just gotten lit on fire <laughs> on the yeah. spot. But assuming assuming that she has some control over Damon is still a big assumption. You're winging it. Me. Yeah, you're winging it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, um, but yeah. here I have a question, uh, a random question for you. Mm. How did you feel? Because often we would talk about in Game of Thrones, like we would be mad about how they would switch away sometimes. Yeah. From what was happening to go to someone else's plotline. How did you feel about the last two episodes being like straight up divided between the two like families? Um, I think it made sense for where things were. And I think they were probably trying to do a thing of like, here's the two sides to the same coin or the two sides to the same conflict right now like this is this war that's about to break out let's show the lead up on the one half of the family and then the lead up on the other half of the family Mm -hmm. um so i think it made sense it didn't feel like i i didn't feel at any point like i was being snatched away from something that i was like dead center in the middle of like they both felt like they uh complement each other i guess because I was in a place where I'm like, oh, I want to see Alan's, Allison's face mm-hmm. uh, during episode 10. And like during episode 9, I'm like, oh, I want to see Rhaenyra's, Rhaenyra's face. Yeah. Like I want to see them like go hmm, the reaction. and like make their like angry faces yeah. at each other. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I kind of miss that. but uh, I really think yeah. Allison too is going to die like exponentially sooner than Rhaenyra. <laughs> like, like early, maybe early in the next season or something like that. And I think Rainier is going to be around like all of the seasons. Oh, that's just my something prediction. else that something else important that we we're not pointing out. Um, the within the the dragon fight, well, dragon chomp and resulting dragon death. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did you think about them? Because I think they made it very explicit that like these kids lost control. Uh, right there the at dragons. the end of these of these beasts. Yeah, and uh, Amond 
you know, do you think Amon intended to kill his nephew? No, absolutely. You could see right on his face that that was like a whoops. No, no, no. Yeah, he was God, like, oh, no. crap. I, I, he was like, I actually just started a war. Uh, <laughs> like, that was literally his face. He was like, whoops. That wasn't supposed oh. to go that far. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely don't think he, he it was intentional. I think he was just trying to scare him, trying to do some little big brother bullying. Um maybe chase him away a little bit, but good old Vagar went and wanted some wanted some some snacky snack. He was a little hungry. Vagar was like, Don't <laughs> blow puffs of flame in yeah. my back. <laughs> you should have fed him before you went on that <laughs> little flight there. Her mm. sir. Vagar oh, Vig- is a she. Nah. Yes. Look it up. Vagar is a girl. Disgusting name for a girl. I think Vagar was Visenya's dragon from when Aegon conquered Westeros. Oh, okay, that's why she's so, so one old. His, one of his wife's dragons. Yeah. Okay. That's why she's so gigantic. That's crazy. Well, yeah, she was um, hungry. Need a little snacky <laughs> snack. But yeah, so hangry. let me let's let's rewind a bit, and I'll I'll sprinkle in some nuggets of information for you that you may not have known and won't matter now. Yeah. Um, because the season's over. And the book exists. Uh, like we talked about, the series is based on the book series Fire and Blood, but loosely based. It's an interpretation, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm not mad at this interpretation. Um, this book adaptation is fine. Mm-hmm. So, one thing, Tiz, may you may or may not know this, Tiz. I don't know. Uh, but Fire and Blood is presented from three different narrators. Okay, I didn't know that. And not they none of them were usually at the place where the thing was happening that Mm -hmm. they're talking about so i think it describes in the book how it was collected via like interviews and you know them going and talking to maesters and people like for instance the fight between amon and and luke is detailed by the people in uh because that happens over it's like breakers bay or something uh, what's the name of that place whatever it happens over like this place where people can see it in the sky mm-hmm. and so they like interviewed those people about what happened okay. for the book right so it's like maester uh oh, forget his name but it's the it's the black maester in the show that sits okay. at the council table it's him it's a jester named mushroom mm-hmm. who was one of the the jester i think for just jaharis which is uh, Viserys' grandfather, okay. who's king at the very beginning, before Viserys becomes king. Mm-hmm. So he's Jester, I think, for him, and then Viserys through the story. And then, uh, I, and I'm assuming Rhaenyra after that. And then mm-hmm. uh, one other character I'm forgetting. And they often say that, they're, you know, they're not, everybody's not a trustworthy narrator, right? Right. <laughs> so they talk about, like, it's open to interpretation about how whether or not Amon actually intended to kill Luke or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought it was interesting that the show actually chose to make it like, un- like, whoa, yeah, they it was an accident. Made it obvious, we yeah. really don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's like, we really don't know. Yeah. Um, so I thought that it's like a strong decision. Um, the other thing about that, I think I told you before, Viserys was like drunk and fat. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like, he wasn't like a rotting leprosy corpse man. Yeah. <laughs> But, so you was know, he not cool. sick at all? Is that not how? No, he, died? he what he did, he had a weak heart. Oh, okay. So like he basically like drank himself and got too fat and had gout and stuff. Got you. Um, he was that type of king. It wasn't the chair and prick though. 
it wasn't. He did get picked by the chair and infected, oh, okay. but he okay. didn't. He didn't fall to pieces. Yeah. Like, in the show. Yeah. He didn't have uh, Phantom of the Opera face. <laughs> Walking um, dead and course. then, uh, I think I told. We also talked about before how uh, uh, Rhaenyra, um, Damon did not. Um, in episode I think it was eight when Damon like you know basically calls luke a bastard and mm. rainier a whore and then Damon chop or Damon chops his head off mm. um in the book rainier commanded Damon to chop his head off and feed uh, it to the dragon i think jesus uh so she like intentionally like wishes his death on him mm-hmm. um another thing i find funny that i hope they might do but maybe they're waiting is that uh but maybe they're not because of that the actor but uh rainiera because you know rainiera's had many children right mm-hmm. she is like f- like very plump at this point mm-hmm. <laughs> and and but allison remains like thin and pretty okay and so it's like Ra- they kind of had this thing where rainier like secretly also hates allison because allison's still pretty and rainier's oh, no. like fat now <laughs> add some extra petty into it which makes sense because her dad was fat right so it's like one of those things where it's just kind of funny um and then another thing one thing that i thought was interesting that they i feel like they kind of had to throw out which was like uh so rainy's you know uh valerian's wife or yeah yeah the sea snake's wife corliss's Mm -hmm. wife she is actually the daughter of a baratheon right mm-hmm. but she doesn't have white hair in the book she has brown hair oh. because they you know how they always talk about like baratheons are strong of seed yeah and because ned says that in season one because that's yeah. how he figures out that his kids aren't uh his kids their hair color and so they are it's like it's all it's more believable that luke and jace could have brown hair mm-hmm. in the book because of rainus right so it's like yeah it's like it's <laughs> and because uh Lainor does have Rhaenys's blood. Mm-hmm. Lainor would be the grandson of a Baratheon, so he could have transferred that, right? Right. So it's like it's less questionable. Where in the show, I feel like you're just blatantly like those are not her, ki- like those yeah, are not yeah, his yeah. kids. <laughs> They're just making it obvious. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else of like particular interest everything else is like pretty faithful or it didn't really matter that they changed it yeah it sounds um, like they're sticking relatively close to it at least for yeah. now because <laughs> that's find it interesting because i'm just always curious like how things could have been or you know like I, it's ne- it's not necessarily the author's intention i'm interested in right mm-hmm. it's like what would how could this have changed like how i feel about the show right right and for me, I'm like, I would have definitely liked the play on, like, if Rhaenys' hair was, like, dark, I would have definitely liked the, like, it would have really been hard for them to challenge that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because now it does seem like Rhaenyra is just being, like, a brat. And, yeah, because... Like, getting her way they're with all, everything. Now it looks like they're all, like, definitely the same, like, close family members. Yeah. But it's all it, to me. It always gets kind of weird, like just the whole concept of the, and maybe it's just because I'm not from that time. But the whole like um, lineage thing, like royal lineage, even if it doesn't make sense, we're gonna die by this royal lineage. Even if the next yeah, king of mine is, is the gonna run this kingdom hard. into the ground, we're still gonna make him king because tradition. But that was like, like that was 
it was tied to religion too, right? Yeah, I feel I'm like sure. it's like God, it's like God has chosen this bloodline, yeah, so yeah. type of thing. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's like there's it's there's no there's it's like all logic goes out the window. Like yeah, like this this could be the brattiest kid. The I know for a fact as his parent, he's the worst kid ever. But I'll still make him king because why not? <laughs> he has to like, do it. They, it's his duty. They don't bring it up in the show, but it's like, or they bring up bypassing Rhaenys because she's a woman, yeah. right? So it goes, that's how Viserys even come, becomes king. But it's like, they don't was, bring, whatever. what they were going to do in the book, they wanted to go bypass Rhaenys to Laenor, and they wanted to push Laenor to be king. Oh. But they don't, they just like, don't They don't really do say anything about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. So, it's like ridiculous. Yeah. The lineage I, gets complicated. We will all just have to sit around and hold our breath, and I will just keep diving. Because right now, like, I'm at a point now where I'm just like, I don't know if the next Game of Thrones book is going to be as interesting as all the theories I've heard at this point. Well, yeah, because it's <laughs> so much hype now. <laughs> yeah, because there, we have 10 years of theories, and yeah. there's theories that are so... People have accepted these theories so hard that they are just canon theories now. Like they're not, so they're not. Uh, George hasn't said it's for fact yet. Yeah. But there's, it's like people refuse to believe anything, anything else, else is because possible. everything points. Yeah. Like all the rules of Westerosi world lore say mm-hmm. that this has to be true. And if it doesn't <laughs> happen, guess what? Internet in an uproar. Yeah, controversial but most downvoted book ever on Metacritic or whatever. So I, I've seen at least like three videos of dudes pitching that George is in like this deadlock of like he is like put himself in a part of the story where he can't write himself out of. Oh yeah, is like, and I'm just like, all right, guys, calm down. I say, <laughs> Let's look, just I say breathe. all the time that he doesn't want to finish this book because of all the pressure the fans have put on him to finish this book. Well, like no I, no I, ending I, he can come up with like is going to satisfy the people. It's going to be <laughs> it's going to be controversial. I'm telling you right now because of how long it's taken and I've seen this time and time again with games and anime, no matter how he ends this thing, there's going to be like a large group of people that are highly upset, like highly upset and they're going to go to the internet and Reddit and Twitter and they're going to be so loud <laughs> and annoying. <laughs> I promise you. It's how it always goes when you wait too long to finish something. I think the ending of anything will cause an uproar. Not if it comes out quick enough, I don't think. I think Well, the- no, no, no. Uh, I could debate that because some people just get upset about stuff ending, period. Yeah, but- sometimes it will, but I don't think it's ever like it's it's way more likely to be a huge uproar on the internet mm-hmm. if it's 10 years versus if the thing came out last year and it ends that like this, you know what I mean? Like it's going right, to come right, and go right. real quick, but this, when it comes out, people are going to be upset about it and they're going to be talking about it for like so long like, after. Like we said, game, a, a game of Thrones came out when you were like one. Yeah, so. exactly. And people have been speculating since then on what their, their preferred ending would be. <laughs> they have been speculating on John's parentage. Yeah. Since 1990. Yeah, I think there's probably right. people out there whose lives are dedicated to Game of Thrones. Like this is their number one thing oh, in yeah. their life uh, that they're one passionate dude's, about. There's one dude on YouTube. His name is David Lightbringer. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> he is uh he his whole channel and everything is based around like Game of Thrones discussions. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. He's not my favorite to listen to, but I've gotten a lot of information from him. Yeah. So. But yeah, that yeah. there you go, right there. He's but either right, gonna he's uh, either gonna put out a rage video when that book drops, <laughs> or he's gonna be happy. No, because he he was the one I I don't know if I told you this, but uh I think I told this to someone else. But like he came out, he basically in one of his streams was like, because people were like calling George lazy and stuff, and <laughs> yeah. he was just like, guys, he was like, let's treat George like you would treat a friend who's working on a really tough project. Yeah, and he was like, you wouldn't call your friend up and tell them they're lazy and they suck. He was like, you would tell them to like you want them to finish and then you hope they're okay and yeah. stuff like that and so i was like yeah you're right well, i was like i've thing. never hated on george but, but i'm like yeah that's the best way that people should approach this that's the thing though george isn't a friend to any of these people well <laughs> you know I, I don't know like he's that's a, great in a, a perfect he's world a nice but... guy. he's not a dick of a like he's not like some of these art authors who have come out and just been like i don't owe you shits nothing yeah, 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 yeah. like there's been plenty of people that have done that no don't he's get not me one wrong of those. i think i always think people on the internet should be better but if we're talking about no, the internet let's be realistic the, <laughs> like, the internet's at the end of the day it's a bunch of bots that are just calculate like on on a clock timer like scheduled to hate on this person on the same time every day like i feel like that's what most of the people who post on the internet are um so yeah i i hope for george's um i pray for george's uh mental state when he does release this book and george i just want you to know if you're listening if you feel like never writing this last book i support you bro have you seen the like sheer number of youtube videos he's in i don't doubt he's it fine. i mean i believe he's, it. he's just chilling. Fine. yeah he's chilling <laughs> He's still thinking about when he's going to get around to play like, Elden never, Ring. Yeah, he's like, I'm never going to get to play Elden Ring. And I was like, God damn it, George, just finish the book, and then you can play Elden Ring. Shit. <laughs> like the rest of us, do your chores. Do your job you first. Your game, yeah. I did my homework first. Business on, in the George. front, party in the back. What do we always say? Business George, in the front, party in the back. Do your work. Get oh. up in the morning. Get your coffee. Do your work in the morning. Knock it Business out. Business in the front. And then you play Elden Ring at night. All day, you know. Church. All right. That's funny. He really well, wrote George, an entire thank you. game's lore. He literally said, did you see the thing where he was like, I'm not going to give any more updates. And then like <laughs> next day, he's like, I have an update. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Was it a real update? Yeah. He was Uh-oh. like, I'm 75% done. And everybody's oh. like, shut up. <laughs> That's so close. <laughs> But they were like, they're gauging though, because people like he's given a percentage before, yeah, right? He shouldn't have done so that. So they're using that to like gauge time of how, when he should be done this last twenty five percent, and it's Jeez. like people are insane. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> you can't do that. But like that's not how it works. Like some dudes, like they're like he's probably writing both books at the same time. They're probably. like he might be like seventy five percent of both of like the rest of the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, which might be only like. 50 percent of book six yeah because that's <laughs> kind like, of a vague statement yeah it was so stupid that's so, funny i don't read into all that stuff that's like i that's like i barely watch game trailers anymore guys because like, yeah. i don't even want to see the release date i mean all you can really do like. as a fan is just practice patience because i mean <laughs> nothing you do is gonna Make get your it own faster Give yeah 
give the developers make your own games write your own books give the authors and developers something they gotta fight for yeah honestly fight to feed themselves again there's a couple they're laying back on their laurels yeah that's all and especially with games there's a couple of times where they're like a a person was like no competition yeah, there's a person was like, I don't, I don't feel like waiting for this game to come out, so I'm gonna make it, and then they make it, and then it's indie game of the year. Look at that. So write your own book if you if you really don't feel like waiting. It might be book. Of write the year. your Game of Thrones fanfic. It could be the next Fifty Shades of Grey. Yo, Gross. it might be. Well, I hope it's not that, but I hope it's not that. Hope it's the next Game of Thrones. That's the best. That's the most professional fanfic <laughs> I can think. Oh my of. god, that's probably a nasty fanfic. A fanfic of Twilight. We've been through this. Oh God! Another I have to fanfic. like every time somebody talks about Fifty Shades, I have to remind them. I'm like, it's a fanfic of Twilight. Calm down. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. All right. Would you like to get to some anime, sir? Yeah, let's do it. have something for you here what's that it feels most appropriate here i feel like i'm not gonna need to play it elsewhere hold on i have to get to it so when i played that gamecube sound earlier it's actually one third of three sounds of gamecube sounds what? did you know that there were three sets of gamecube sounds that are like slightly different or something like logo sounds are yeah. they like drastically different? Or are they like yes, they are drastically different, enough? different. Oh no, I didn't know that. I've only ever heard the one. I think. Well, okay. First, I'll play the the weird one, and then I'll play the one I want to play. Okay. Right. So this is this is the second one, and this one I could totally see them like being like, "This is for the Westerners." Mm. All right, here you go. <laughs> Stop playing. Yeah. That it, they did not make that. All right, you want to hear the last one? Yeah, because you can hear the block moving, right? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. It's ridiculous right. though. That this was one I love though. One. This one, this one's super weeaboo. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, I loved it. That's hilarious. Yo. What? <laughs> Oh my god, that was so Japanese. <laughs> they should have used awesome. that one for like every samurai esque game that's ever been on <laughs> Japan or ever been on GameCube. Oh, so I'm like that. That's that would funny. be perfect. That's a perfect uh, funky uh, animation. Yeah, there. they let that one go to waste. They should have used that one. That first yeah, one though. That, one. that first one should have been burned. That first one never should have been even ever seen the light of day. I'm like, was that like a squeaky toy? And then like kids it laughing? Was disgusting, like, whatever it was. So weird. I didn't like it at all. Didn't like anything about it. Oh, man. <laughs> made me feel like I was in the wrong, like the completely wrong aisle at the at the toy store. Like an aisle I should never be in. You're in the adult. Barbie aisle. Yeah. Like, ah! Pink. <laughs> like the Barbie baby toy aisle at that. Like, oh no! Why am I in this aisle? How You're in the my baby born. Yeah, like baby born, baby born. Gerber baby aisle. <laughs> All those dolls with like the weird half broken eyes. That yeah, blink weird. The soulless eyes. Ooh, speaking of blinking weird, Shigaraki. 
Oof. My guy. Did some eyeball stuff this week, but we're not going to. Should we talk? Should we just. I mean, we can blow start that there. out at the top. Yeah, we can start there. Why not? All right, let me crack my notebook open here. Why not? Did he do something weird with his eyeballs that I missed? Yeah, you didn't see that? Maybe I did. You didn't see when, um, uh, I think it was, um, what is the old man's name? Uh, Jet. I forget it every time. I forget. Oh, Gran Torino. Gran Torino. Yeah. When Gran Torino was right in front of him mm-hmm. and Endeavor, I think Gran Torino was holding him, Endeavor was charging him. Mm-hmm. One of his eyes was following Endeavor. And the other one was watching Gran Torino. Oh my God, no, I missed it. It was really creepy. That's insane. <laughs> it like, it like, it like zooms in on his face, and then the one eye like pops open, looks up at Endeavor, and the other one squints on its it own. Looks <laughs> no, I didn't I even see like, that. Ah, I was like, Shigaraki's not human anymore. That's nasty. Oh yeah, they yeah. I don't think he is. <laughs> but I got um. Like since we missed two weeks, I just took like bullet points of I guess it was episodes 19 and 20 mm-hmm. um, just so we can keep order of what was happening because they were very fast paced action filled episodes that I highly appreciated yeah they, these were these were good episodes alright so I'll just action. read them I'll read them and then you stop me so we don't take forever on this Okay. But uh, so I have Tsukiyomi rescues Hawks um, we saw like that battle pretty mm-hmm. much the week before this um, and then I have Cementos is champing it against Get- Getin. Is that his name? Yeah, the ice, the ice guy. Yeah, what, that, that's what I want to talk about. Why, who and why <laughs> and where is this random ice man that came? Wasn't that the person with the dark, like, uh, like ice climber's face? <laughs> they look like the ice climbers from, uh, from uh, Smash Brothers. I don't remember. No, you do remember. When we first met the Meta League. Yeah. The ice dude that was like, yo, this ice dude is like legit ice dude. Yeah, that's gotta he be him because we've only seen, him, we've only like, seen this... one other ice dude. Yeah, but I'm like, I think he just took his hood off. Yeah, I think yeah, he just probably. pulled his hood back. Probably, yeah, we just yeah. never saw his face before. But no, I'm wondering, like, the reason I say that, though, is because, like, mm-hmm. when I first saw Dobby, I'm like, oh, he's related to, what's his face? He's related to Shota. I see this random ice dude. I don't think that, you know, I just think he's just some other dude with an ice quirk. And I'm just wondering, like, why? One, why is he so powerful? And he didn't appear until this meta stuff. And I don't know. I just feel like I don't know anything about him. He's just there. And, and there's a lot of focus on him in combat. It's when he first showed up. Huh? But he, w- he was mysterious when he first showed up. But he was a big, he was like the way that, um, what's the name? Dobby was, you know, terrible in the League of Villains. It's like he was the terrible guy for the Metal League. Metal League, yeah. So it's kind of like I feel this weird feeling of like I kind of need to know more about him because I feel like we're into his action. Be- like with My Hero, it seems like they tell you about the character and then you get into an action sequence with them and then they focus on the character a lot. With this Ice Dude, I feel like it, the last episode or two has been focused on him a lot, but I have no, I don't even know his name other than you just saying it right now. So it's like, who is this random extra strong Iceman that I've never seen before? That's kind of well, what it say, feels like. I would say go back to when they introduced the uh, Metal League. But we only saw him for like a split second there too. They didn't no, talk about him. No, it wasn't a split him. second. They, they actually talked about second. him? 
he was fighting then yeah because he was a, he was a big i remember us being like who is this ice guy he's yeah, a problem. the same feeling that's why but did we learn anything about him back then or did he just fight also as a random oh, ice he man? just fought but i mean yeah, like he like, talked he, he wasn't like a mystery we just didn't see his face yeah 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 yeah. because of the hood um but yeah I, I hope we get to find out some backstory on him or something but yeah also i thought you i thought you were going to <laughs> go into the what we know is an impossible matchup because we've literally seen ice destroy cement our entire lives. So yeah. why would you have cementos out here up against that ice dude? Because <laughs> you know, in nature, that's, that, that's not cool. I guess they but got yeah, the structure quirks. Uh, cementos is champing in with no applause. Uh, and then I was like, Toga gets revenge for twice. Uh, it's a moment that happens. Yeah. I forgot about that a little bit. Cause she pops in, she comes in assassinating everybody. <laughs> with her fake her her the fact that she's disguised as a random hero is funny too <laughs> it's like some random no-name hero we've never met yeah who's <laughs> creep who has one of the creepiest costumes yeah with that like torn out mouth with just the teeth yeah so it's teeth. such a weird outfit i'm like who is she disguised i, as? I need to know this person that's now dead yeah um, exactly chigaraki is broken implanted with all for one thoughts about one for all yeah because that's what keeps pulsating in his head mm-hmm. is thought one all for one's thoughts about one for all i call him afo and ofa <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put it that's how it's written in my notes afo and ofa. um so shigaraki one has one all. of the uh oh i'm sorry they point out that shigaraki has one of the wildcats quirks search which is literally locates and, <laughs> and highlights the weakness mm-hmm. of um people she has seen before mm-hmm. was the definition of that and so then he shigaraki heads straight for deku because mm-hmm. of the pulsating call um then we have deku sweat because <laughs> he sen- he senses it yeah right or is that he... what's happening is there some kind of like ping that's happening between these no corpse? i i think he heard well, that that was part of it, and I think he heard over like the intercom or something. He heard something, right? That that's was, right. Like, I'm um, looking for or something's uh, looking for all for one or one for all. Endeavor sidekick get he hears it over the her saying it on the earpiece. Yeah. she's like, "What one for all?" And then that's when Deku immediately like, is like, "Oh God, I know what this is. This sounds familiar." And then Bakugo immediately, being the sweat man, he is senses Deku sweat and goes, <laughs> "I gotta go with Deku." Senses his arrival. Trouble. Yeah, so I said, my boy Bakugo immediately knows he needs to accompany Deku, and they both immediately leave Shoto out, because Shoto is no longer important. Rude. <laughs> but I'm like, I, we were, I'm like, we're just gonna continue this running joke that Shoto was, is a part of the threesome when it's cool, yeah. but then when it's important, we kick him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not cool. <laughs> He's too quiet. He doesn't have enough uh, uh, dialogue. <laughs> Then I have Bakugo has obsess- has been obsessively studying Deku's power increases. Like a weird we learn that like he's, he's trying to stay ahead. Uh, and then Gran Torino intercepts them as they are like literally encroaching on death by approaching Shigaraki at like full speed. I want to say too, in these last two episodes, I feel like Shigaraki almost killed people like like major heroes like four times. Three times. Yeah. He got crust, man. <laughs> he got really crust. close. Yeah. He killed crust. That's crazy. Um, and then I said, my note, these kids really don't seem to understand that they can die. <laughs> no. Gran Torino has spent all of his time here intercepting these children. Yeah, trying to save them. 
Because they're always oh. in my way. <laughs> they're always He's in like, my way. guys, he can touch things that touch other things and yeah. you die. Please stop <laughs> jumping in his face. Among 50,000 other quirks that he probably has. <laughs> Among his all might strength enhanced physical body that doesn't even need a quirk, really. And then that's that after that moment, we meet Keto. Wait, who? Do you remember Keto? Keto, who's Keto? <laughs> Keto is now my new favorite sidekick. Oh, is Keto. he the one who launches Endeavor? Yeah. It's such a <laughs> like. You, why do you need a sidekick? Endeavor lost a couple of cool points at the, at that moment for me. I'm not gonna lie. No, this is called "Hi." I invented a quirk for this instance this only. Instance. Like, this one moment. That's what I'm wondering though. Why all we've known Endeavor for so long and we've seen How him fight mad times? How do you discover times. this quirk? How why, do you discover that you have the ability to do this? Why has he not needed to change directions quickly up until now? That's what I want to know. We, All this fighting he's done. Him do it. <laughs> like, We're not this? with him in every pro battle. And what is the quirk still? Traject. Okay. So I I wrote down keto traject change the trajectory of a moving object. <laughs> and how is how is that? <laughs> like like I said, how did he discover that quirk? Because he does like a lasso. It's ridiculous. And then he like he like aims the lasso and then Endeavor, Endeavor just shoots it. into it and it shoots him up yeah. like directly into the sky because Shigaraki now apparently has the ability to like move like a like a human hover device. Yeah. Um Well he's doing the All Might thing of he 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 uses his intense muscles to bounce off of the air. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's like all my so, thing that they talked about earlier. That's pretty much the uh, episode nineteen, um, and then we get like it kind of ends on the the air battle. Yeah. And Endeavor. then in episode twenty, uh, Endeavor continues. Uh, oh, I said Endeavor continues his name, which I was like Endeavor continues to Endeavor in his fight against Shigaraki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, crazy. He has a crazy range of techniques for a fire guy. Did you see the weird, like, cat and nine tails whip thing he yeah, made out of fire? Yeah, the fire net looking thing. That's kind of cool. Like, he has, like, a deck of moves, bro. He's pretty creative. He's <laughs> pretty Stupid. creative. He has vanishing fists. He has jet burn. He has the prominence burn thing. Yeah. He's got the fire lashes. The he's thing, got, what's this thing with the shit. wings that he pulled out? Yeah, that now was, like, flashy wings. as hell. Like... <laughs> Endeavor's the shit, yo. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get cool. that plushie. I'm trying to get that plushie. No, that, I like uh, Endeavor. That hawk's head. And he's always, um, he's always like, you can tell from like his expression and stuff that he's trying his hardest. Like he's not <laughs> underestimating Shigaraki right now. He's like, no, I'm fighting for to win. Oh, because uh, I'll I'll get to that in a second. Uh, oh, that's literally my next note. I said everyone seems to have their own weird motivations for fighting Shigaraki. Yeah. Um. So like you were just <laughs> saying, Endeavor's. <laughs> Endeavor is remembering I like talks with All Might about yeah. being like being his own version of the number one hero, not trying to live up to, to what All Might, All Might was. Yeah. Because I think even Toshinori in a way was like, I'm only All Might sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I even I can't be this all the time. Yeah. I think he was trying to say. One hundred percent. Um and then so we've got him. Gran Torino is kind of fighting for uh injustices of the past mm. right for shimura uh uh tomura's grand grandmother yeah um who was a part of the passing down of uh one for all his old student um, right 
yeah uh his two to, he's fighting for two of his old students yeah. it's like he's like your existence is painful to toshinori to yeah. all night um and then uh uh deku of course is fighting for you know all my and purpose, for yeah. one for all you know to protect the power all yeah. that um and then even ayazawa is fighting for number one his students and then number two like his the his memory of his friends being involved in this situation yeah um so yeah i was like i found that interesting how it's like everyone kind of has different ties to this fight but mm-hmm. all as deeply impassioned um and it's uh i said at this point i'm i'm impressed that ayazawa's flat passion <laughs> i was like his yeah. flat passion continues to impress me he has such little expression but i still feel when he feels things um yeah. which i think is like impressive storytelling for that character i mean to uh, me he's low-key just a, a kakashi but not white hair yeah exactly but it's like when they flash back to um like him taking the the um making the apology or whatever for like i'm sure i think it was like damages or something in yeah. the past the fight from the school it was like the kids you know they look up to him for that type of stuff mm-hmm. um so i was like uh deku has a rare moment of fury as opposed to crying yeah. and uh he intercepts the direct attack attack from shigaraki because this point shigaraki notices ayazawa and is like headed you're next. directly for him <laughs> yeah um because he's like you're stopping me from using my full abilities mm-hmm. uh, and i'm just like i'm i'm over here staring at manuel um, which I'm pretty sure that's the name of the water guy who's juicing Ayazawa's eyes yeah. at, uh, this whole time. And name. I'm like, he's got like common writer vibes yeah, he does. in my heart. So yeah. I'm like looking at him and I'm like, you better not get splatted. For yeah, me. you might want to get like, out the way, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he might want to get out perform- the way. He's performing such a crucial task. Oh, yeah. It's so small, it's... but it's so crucial. And I also and... want to know why Ayazawa doesn't just carry <laughs> eye drops. Like, why doesn't he have them? All these he other be, heroes have no, uh, no. special costumes and whatnot. Why doesn't he have something that built-in fixes his eye dryness? Yeah, I was going to say, let me improve your question and say, why hasn't Hatsune, uh, Inventor Girl, in the support class, Yeah. why hasn't she created some type of moisturizing goggles yeah. for eyes out? Why does he why just have normal not... goggles? Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. A little, little bit of pothole. It's fine, though. It's fine. Maybe he's too so, cool for it. Uh, everybody's splashing out in their power moves at this way at this point right i just can't really describe that vocally um and then endeavor this is where endeavor is like i would like she- sorry real quick i would like Go to ahead. point out while every all these heroes are splashing out their power moves using all their quirks it's like 10 pro heroes fighting this one dude who has his quirk shut off i just want to put that into perspective yeah I was they're like, all fighting this one dude natural abilities at this point are stupid yeah it's like he has all might level strength without his quirk. That's yeah. stupid. It's crazy. Um, he's broken. And then, not to mention, he's got control of uh, Machia and the Nobus. Um, yeah. But Endeavor, this is where Endeavor is like, where's Shoto? I'm also like, where's Shoto? I also was um, like, where's Shoto? Yeah, I was like, where, where is this? And man? then uh, Shigaraki uh, has, this is where he formally separates his thoughts from Afo or All for One. Yeah, he says, stop telling me what to do. Yes. Because he's, he's fighting and then he's getting those pulses of like, uh, one for all, get all, one for all, and he, finally he's him. just like, just chill out, bro. I'm he's not, like, Shut I'm up. not you. I'm gonna get him because I want him. 
yeah he's like you're apparently uh all for one has like passed his desires with his quirks through the powers um so and uh so shigaraki is experiencing that uh and so he has to like mentally push that out to continue with this fight Mm -hmm. and so this is when we switch over to machia um who is uh back with the like uh what was it like the 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 rear guard of heroes so to speak yeah um and shout out your boy to a fight with no feet he's still missing his feet oh redestro yeah he's fighting but he's still he's just missing his feet <laughs> we're gonna talk about redestro because redestro senses like so maki is on the move maki on the move signals to everyone that shigaraki's up right because yeah. everyone knows maki is not gonna move unless shigaraki tells him to yeah so the Redestro like sees this and goes, "Oh, Shigaraki's up, but he shouldn't be up yet. That means he's incomplete." And immediately gets stressed. I love it, and <laughs> yeah. then like gets more powerful from the stress. Yeah. Yo, I was like, I am Redestro. Quirk is crazy. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, his black, his like black stress just like gets Takes bigger because body. he's. So yeah, uh, that moment was pretty uh, funny. But yeah, everyone's reacting to Makia being on the move, and Makia actually grabs like what I call the core league, um, which is like the main league of villains that yeah. we were originally introduced to. Yeah, and so he grabs Toga and the compressed guy and uh, Dobby. Dobby, but Dobby's like, hold up, I'm gonna grab this other dude, which I don't. The other dude's quirk kept saying anthropologist, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> Did we see I don't him know do anything? Because I don't remember. I, this he's dude. always on a computer. I don't know if he's oh, a locator. Oh, black hair dude. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. So uh, Dobby particularly grabs a specific dude. We, he just says, "I need this dude," but doesn't know why, yeah. and the dude doesn't like it. Yeah, um, he but doesn't anyway, they hit a, they hitch a ride on Machia and are kind of hidden. So when two of the pro heroes, uh, Midnight, who can put people to sleep with her skin smell, yeah, <laughs> and um, who I don't, I always forget Mountain the Lady. tree guy's name. Oh, the tree no, guy, the tree yeah, guy. I the tree guy's name. But she's riding on the tree guy's back, and yeah, Mount Lady is failing to yeah. stop Machia, uh, even though she's like maybe three fourths his size. Mm-hmm. Um, she's he's pushing her like a football sled yeah. with no weights on it, um, <laughs> like it's nothing like nothing disregarding her presence even being there uh the backup pros run leave the kids in the backup to support uh uh, mount lady who is failing miserably and this is when dobby like burns um uh midnight yeah who's trying about to try and put maki to sleep i'm assuming yeah and so knocks her down knocks the tree guy down (laughs) and is like heroes suck yeah, they're 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 they're, they're, they're so they're plan, inadequate. They, like, their plan was based on him not waking up. That's why it sucks. Like, their whole plan was based on him never waking up, and they failed at that. Yeah. So it's like the the whole plan has gone out the window now. That's Every great. plan. Um. So yeah, midnight fails. She's like beat the crap because I'm like, uh, compressed throws a marble of debris, which I thought was very smart yeah. of him to like his powers the are giant useful. Debris. Yeah, his powers are useful. He throws it, knocks her down, and I was like, that should have killed her. Yeah. <laughs> like, if we're being honest, she was 50 feet in the air, <laughs> really giant pieces up. of concrete. This yeah. should have killed her. She's not. She caught a she lucky tree branch. Strength. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so she calls into the kids and is like, look, uh, Maki is on the loose. We're not, we're failing. Yeah. Um, and she kind of calls Momo. And this is what I was talking about earlier, where Momo, we were talking about anime time. Mm-hmm. And 
is anime time realistic of course not and you know this is happening quick magia is covering we have to know miles me like yeah meters <laughs> upon meters yeah. hundreds of meters because he's sprinting he's, he's not sprinting. walking yeah and he's sprinting. he's he's twice he's the giant. size of the tree yeah 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 um and he's heading he's like shortest he can smell where shigaraki is so <laughs> yeah <he's> like <laughs> weird that's where he's going <laughs> beeline and mount lady has just been flung like she's a sack of nothing he finally got tired of her touching him so she he grabbed her leg and threw her to the side like it was nothing yeah he finally noticed like she was like slowing him down yeah um but yeah, so all that's happening, Midnight calls Momo and is like, all right, you guys have to, like, either run yeah, or you got to, like, make some stuff for us and then run. <laughs> like, I think in both instances, she was kind of like, you should probably should run. get out at some point. Yeah. Um, because, and where he's going is going to be, like, massive levels of destruction. I would also so, like to point out, too, that Aizawa's powers do not work against quirks like Machia. Oh, at I least if they that. if they keep hold true to that um because okay. yeah, they, they he they made a point about that earlier on he was fighting somebody who had like hardened hit hardened their own body or something he was like mm. i bet your powers don't work on such and such quirk types and he was like you're right but this is why i have these raps and then he gotcha. did a whole rap thing so i want to see what they're how they're gonna because it see right now it seems like they have literally no way to handle machia except for like drop him into a big hole or something like yeah like he seems before- indestructible I think the thing you were talking about before was like the Nomu like was quirkless, but he still had enhanced strength. No, no, this was way earlier. This was like oh, okay, okay this okay. was like season one or something. Because like I remember there was one part where he was like, like he he blanked out his quirks, but then the Nomu was like, but I still have like enhanced strength normally. That was Shigaraki. That literally just happened. I think nineteen when um yeah he had, yeah. Him, he had a midair. Endeavor was about to hit him because he was like, "Oh, it's quirk. He can't move. His quirk's still blocked." And then he just bounces off the air with his muscle, and then they're like, "Oh my god, that's just his muscle!" Yeah, and they, yeah, they were losing it over that. But yeah, I think quirks like I think quirks where the quirk is your body, like you don't have a form underneath of it, like you're not transforming into anything. Mm-hmm. I think quirks like that don't work with Aizawa's power, or Aizawa's power don't work. It doesn't work against quirks like that. I have to look that up. Um, but yeah, so um, the last thing let me see, you have on here. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cause Momo spends the end of the episode. She decides whether to run away or not, and mm-hmm. of course they do that thing of like, I was not taught to run. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay. Yeah, like, and I then um, works here. I was like, you were taught to live though, right? Um, yeah, exactly survive fight another day all that stuff (laughs) save the Uh, world but yeah so she i'm assuming makes like glass bombs of i'm guessing what is in uh like maybe midnight's oh pheromones yeah yeah sleep bombs because she said what like midnight kept saying something about it being illegal and i don't know if she meant them fighting or making the bombs that i'm not sure yeah so, um, but yeah, she, she, and then they, they make all these glass bombs and it looks like they're about to like basically try and charge Makia with a bunch of like, like sleep Molotovs. Why do I just have the feeling that's not going to work? It's not going to work. <laughs> like, this is the point. I can feel it. This is the point in the, here, the, this is the point in the story where our heroes get smacked. Yeah. Hard. Rock bottom. And then they have to retreat. Yeah. 
and then we have to figure something else out have to yeah yeah because this is where the villains either are really scary or they're not so i think they have to make this scary yeah well really it's only one villain that's scary because they were winning up until homeboy woke up like they're literally about to win well yeah 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 yeah. and that's why i'm like they really have to make this seem like they can't win yeah because so far heroes have always pulled it out yeah would you oh and the nomus we didn't say the nomus so the nomus are also like ravaging the high ends just woke up basically they haven't super started fighting yet most of the pro heroes from fighting yeah important fight i think yeah is what we're supposed to understand um because i we didn't really see them do much other than like they're keeping everyone busy yeah exactly um so i think that'll be interesting just because again it took endeavor everything he had in him to beat one of those I need to see, uh, I know we don't really have time for it, but I'm like, I need to see, like, the outcome, like, the, the out, the outcome of the city that was just, oh, that thing's gone. like, a whole city was, is, like, blasted. And I don't think, I don't think, um, my hero, like, Dragon Ball and Naruto, I don't think they're gonna have a way to just wish a city back. I know. <laughs> I don't know if they have that capability. <laughs> It's gonna be devastating. Like, I mean, I know. I'm. I'm sure we have construction quirks and such, but but like, are people man, dead? Like, Did people die in that? Yeah. Like, do our heroes have family members in the city? Or you know, all those that, buildings that are initially You're, crumbled? Did they evacuate everybody? Da, no like, I know way. they evacuated, they but there's no. It happened like like that, right? Like, I know it's anime time, but it it felt like it happened in a matter of minutes. Like from when he woke up to smack like destroying the whole city so i feel like they didn't they're definitely they, had evac- they evacuated before they went in or they were they were in the process of evacuating because remember when deku uh was left the group they yeah. were that was everybody at the back supposedly like that's true still yeah. getting out i guess they knew that they were going to do this big start this big war yeah or this they big tried operation. to evacuate before they did this so maybe it wasn't too many casualties but it's like where did they go to where did they evacuate to well that's what i'm saying like shigaraki is now heading towards like, that where yeah. the, that is yeah so because nobody really left the city it didn't seem like yeah. at least which they should have they should have told everybody get in your cars and leave the leave the city <laughs> yeah but yeah it's it's gonna be crazy wonder how many more episodes will be in this specific fight and what's about that so, shall we move on to denji yeah denji denji and friends <laughs> denji and friends denji and his denji friends yeah denji's are right. how do you feel about demons bro <laughs> i just keep i'm thinking. sorry devils how do you feel about devils? I just can't now now that we're into it, I can't every time I see Denji or see him do something. The time when you told me that he was wholesome. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> I don't think he has the purest. He's so pure. He's so simple and pure. I think I still will argue that. I don't, I don't think that's I the will, right word though. He's not wholesome. <laughs> yeah, but not he wholesome. Pure. He's he something pure. else. He's 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 very straightforward i will say um and i don't think he is by any means evil or or bad i think he's very straightforward and he is very much a product of his uh interesting childhood 
does have a sense of morals. Yeah, he does have a sense of morals for sure. Um, and they are based on like normal human feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think it's that whole thing of like when you go through as bad of stuff. Like, there's only two outcomes when you go through what he went through. Either you grow up and you're a villain, or you're extremely, extremely like empathetic of everybody because you or don't you want. Die. Yeah, or you die. Um, which he did, and he came back to life. So <laughs> <laughs> he, he got that one. Um, but yeah, I think he falls more on the. He ended up being like empathetic of humans and devils and just every everybody. Um, life. Yeah, life. living. Because that's the thing. I think he. It's like even though he went through all that, he still values life. Yeah, definitely. Um, and he has his own things that he's wants to live for and experience and all that when i say dingy is pure i mean that when he says that his dream and his goal is to squish boobs that's his dream and then someone offers to let him squish their boobs he's gonna do what he needs to do yeah squish those boobs period end of the story and he doesn't care about all you using your fancy dreams your fancy big dreams It'll make, it'll I think, make it better than but him. But I do you do you think that he should trust the blood devil though? Power. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she's I don't think she's inherently evil. I think she was just acting in her nature to consume like humans. <laughs> I don't think she's like I don't think it's a matter of trust. I think it's a matter of you know how the fiends operate like they don't have human like they're not human so why would they have human emotions so you can't hold them to human standards i think that's how that should be looked at um i don't think it's necessarily a matter of like like he should trust her to get the job done because she's strong but i don't think it makes sense to be like hey watch my baby and don't eat it you know what i mean like I don't think you understand that what I'm saying pure. I kind of also mean transparent because I'm saying there's, there's no deception. Yeah. There's never ulterior motive. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think power actually, you know, did some deception. Yeah. We haven't seen that from Denji yet. Yeah. True. A hundred percent. Um, but yeah, once she, we know that she didn't, she didn't know how to sympathize yeah it's not just like she did deception but it's not you can't look at it as deception like a human doing deception you know what i mean because it she's not ever been a no she purposely deceived denji to get what she wanted yeah yeah that's that's clear cut it's deception but deception is a human concept right so you can't you can't look at a, a demon or a devil and be like oh he lied to me because what is lying to a demon you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, it doesn't oh, he knew, have the same. Well, a demon operating in a human world, in a human realm, talking to a human for human things. It comes off as deception to the human, but to the demon, it could be just like, I don't, I'm it, just doing demon The thing things, I'm saying you know is I mean? that we haven't seen Denji outright lie to someone to get an outcome. Yeah, I don't think we will. It's power. We know now power would. Yeah. Um. I don't think Denji should, well, obviously we have the outside perspective looking in, but I don't think any human should ever 
like be in that situation that Denji was in and then be mad at the demon for being a demon. You know what I mean? Like think that, that other guy would well, yeah, he just he's mad at demons for existing. You know what I mean? So it, do, <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're nice to him or mean to him. He's still going to hate them, I think. But um, yeah, Denji that to me, that's Denji being a little bit naive, which is what the, the blue hair guy said to him, um, which I, I think he's kind of right about because he, he hasn't really lived. You know what I mean? He hasn't really seen or know anything about the world. He's just kind of experiencing everything for the first time as a as a newly freed quote unquote individual. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I like laugh. Before we switch over to Hayayama, I forget his name. Is that blue the blue hair dude? I forget his I name. I forget the name too. I'm guessing. It's going to take me a while guess. to get names. Um but before we switch over to him, I I have to say in the most recent episode, it's so funny. Like when we're not when we're not looking at things from Denji's perspective, mm-hmm. which sometimes it, it, you know, sometimes it feels like we're inside Denji's head. Other times it feels like we're in another character's perspective looking at Denji, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like when we're on the outside looking at Denji, it's like they make Denji and Power look so stupid and so like. <laughs> They like they're just are. like yeah. they're just standing there, just like dirt. <laughs> they're kind of <laughs> like, both doofy, <laughs> like. It's so funny. Like every time the camera would be on them, they would just be like, like blah, yeah, like the shit kids. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, so funny. It's funny, and they have yeah. So the, that that was one of the funny scenes too, where uh, Power first shows up at his apartment. Like, oh, I'm living here too, and he's just like, bro, are you serious? <laughs> like, you can look at his face and just like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> I love that. Oh my god. So she's like not have, flushing the toilet and stuff. <laughs> we oh god. we learn that there are four rookies in this most recent episode. There's yeah. Power and Dingy, and then there's two new people. There's another guy and another girl. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm assuming were brought in by the eye patch person. Girl, Him- yeah. Himeno. I think that person's name is Himeno. Yeah. I think I paid note to that. Um, and every these people are so like some of them are serious some of them are silly yeah some of them are silly and then serious (laughs) so i don't quite know how to it's it's very jujutsu kaisen i don't know how to take everybody all the time yeah um but um denji kind of comes off the bat mission and gets put on a new mission because he has a new goal uh and I'm not going to talk too much about that scene. <laughs> but the girl he likes gives him a new mission. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we get to learn about the gun devil, who is particularly intimidating mm-hmm. due to his like speed and power. And we learn about the gun devil through what I thought was like one of the coolest flashbacks. I don't know who that character is. At least yeah. I didn't. Uh, until they flashed back again, but um, mm. we learn about the blue hair guy's background. Um, oh, is it because he had his hair down? I'm a, it, for me, it was the hat. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like we're introduced to this, like this family and this these oh, yeah, boys, and I guess one of the little boys is like look sickly, the younger brother, and the older brother's kind of annoyed that the parents are spending all the time with the younger brother, kind mm. of thing. And he like goes outside to play, but the younger brother wants to play with him, so the parents let him. And 
he kind of plays like he's throwing snowballs at his younger brother because he hates him at first and then <laughs> but the younger brother's kind of good at throwing snowballs so then they're having fun yeah and then he's like all right your hands are turning red i don't want to get in trouble he's like go get a glove so we can play catch blah mm. like a total older brother younger brother vibes yeah. like oh they're gonna bond now it's nice yeah. and then as soon as the little brother walks into the front door the house just gets Gone. obliterated yeah. <laughs> like it's crazy it unexisted out of existence i was like oof that's brutal <sighs> and you're like oh origin story boom yeah. this is how Hatred. he hates demons got it <laughs> Dun- gun devil scary yeah. gun devil terrifying mm. got it terrifying um just blast and they also actually related to american terrorist attack which mm. i don't know if they were like referencing 9-11 in a weird way or yeah, i didn't get that which i was like wouldn't that be the box cutter devil i thought <laughs> i was I, like i thought the people who threatened the pilots in 9-11 had box cutters but anyway well they said something about gun control became stricter yes or something yes because the yeah. gu- people were there was so much malice Afraid based on gun, gun violence that created yeah. that's what created the gun devil something so like we just we established what like in the second episode or the third episode that the devil's power is based on the fear yeah of whatever they're the devil of yeah so the gun devil is like particularly fear strong guns, because um, there, obviously there's a lot of fear of guns in the world <laughs> right so um the pink-haired boss i'm gonna learn these names i'm gonna write them down i hate i don't like her by the way why i don't like she is she is a devil Ooh, probably the I devil like her. i like I don't her like anything about all she all she does is manipulate <laughs> she has no emotions Absolutely. i don't i don't think I, she has emotions whatsoever she only Ooh, steps I, I know on what people you're and saying uses there. them for that. her own benefit she doesn't i don't think she cares about a single other human in this organization with her besides herself this has no trust yeah i don't i, I think, think she is fully selfish 100 percent. i i definitely I definitely villain. see the, the cat the cat toying with the mouse there yeah. that you're talking about. I definitely see that heartless like I'm toying with him type of thing, but I all there's something there's something there. I'm gonna hold out hope for a little bit, but yeah, I see I smell the devastation if if yeah. if you're <laughs> questioning if I'm switching sides. I smell the devastation. Well, I think the reason she's like that is probably because something happened to her as a kid, but it doesn't excuse it for me. She has weird eyes. We don't know what what's up with. They're her soulless. <laughs> you think the red cross marks make them soulless? Yes, I think they're the eyes of a someone who will throw you into the fire with no hesitation in order to keep herself alive. That's but what anyway, I, see. I uh, she promises him anything he wants if he will hunt down and, and can kill the gun devil and of course dingy is immediately like done done <laughs> well i think the funny is like this show is like hilarious and in, in its little in the little things that are hard to describe in an audio podcast yeah but it's like he's literally like anything because you know he's right off the breast squeeze but yeah. he's not impressed by the breast squeeze so he's like anything and she's like anything and he's like anything she's like and anything. she's like i and he says it, it the funny part is like he's saying it in the third person so he's like miss mia kama says she'll give denji anything he wants yeah <laughs> and he says it like twice yeah. and then she, and then before he can say like it that's allowed yeah. like he goes that's allowed and he's like so you mean and she's like anything shut yeah, up get anything. out like yeah. <laughs> 
like she's like i'm not saying it again yeah. um but yeah so they he, he's got new drive to kill the gun devil but the gun devil is particularly difficult to find because he's fast but they're using pieces of his body his to flesh. magnetically trace him yeah I, I can't wait to see what this freaking thing looks like i think he i don't know what he looks like but i think he shoots out giant bullets that are made of chunks of fleshy smaller bullets and i think those fleshy <laughs> smaller sick. bullets are what they're like using to track him well they said they said that he moves so fast that pieces of him get caught on things or maybe he himself and, that, is and the that's bullet. what yeah. his flesh yeah they said pieces of his flesh get caught on things and yeah. that's what those pieces are yeah uh, and the pieces creepy. were like little fleshy looking bullets disgusting Nasty. it's like bullets with like throbbing veins on yeah them. it's disgusting so like jojo level of like veins and they had the the scene where they showed the small what a small chunk of them looks like like coagulated yeah. together nasty. and they they like stick back together it's nasty so gross i don't like it but yeah i can't wait till we see the gun devil yeah tis i don't have anything in particular to know after this show do you um i'm trying to think hold on let me see what we wrote down um i mean i'm still watching mob and they just had like a crazy Dragon Ball Z level shown in battle, but it was with the goofiest. It was in a, like mob psycho fashion where the character is kind of goofy at the same time. So were there but stakes was or was it just a big battle? There sometimes were, they just have big battles with low stakes. There were high stakes, but because it's mob, they didn't really feel like high stakes because obviously it's mob. Like he can be anybody if he ever just mm -hmm. got serious. Um, so if it, it felt like that, like same thing with One Punch Man, like if if anybody else was there but Mob, it could have been the end of the world, right? But because Mob is there, because Saitama is there, it never feels like the stakes are that high, right? Because he can just beat the other person like it's nothing when he actually wants to. Um, so it was one of those. Uh, but yeah, you could say though you could say the entire town that he lives in was at mm -hmm. stake. Like if he wasn't, if he didn't save the day, the that town could have ended. Um, and then I guess more than the town if it if it the thing spread further than that. Uh, but yeah, I'm you'll get there. You'll you'll see what I was talking about. Um, I am still waiting for for. I don't know what I'm waiting for with this show. That's the thing about about Mob is it's like they're not they're not they have now even changed the way they do the countdown. Right, because like it's now weird. They're, now they're like surprising you when it gets to a hundred. Like, oh, it's not just anger this time. Now he gets to a hundred, and now he's super friendly or something. Or it gets to a hundred, and now he's super goofy <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like that little like chime that happens. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm just just kind of watching that, interested to see where they actually take it, um, from where they are. But yeah, that's all I'll say on that. Um, Golden Kamui had, I saw has actually the dub is being delayed. Oh um, no! I think for oh was it COVID? It was I don't know if it was COVID reasons or Still if it was a natural that? disaster. No, I don't know if it, it might have been a natural <laughs> disaster. I can't. Whatever it was, it was legitimate. I was like, dang. So it's like the dub is gonna be delayed. Um, which I'm sad about because that's like the one show I really like the dub for. What was it before um, simul dub or was it like a week behind? Or two weeks um behind. i want to say it's like four behind oh, okay maybe or three so now it'll, you think um, it'll just be a couple weeks or one week 
I don't know. Oh, it's like I, I don't know how long it's delayed. Yeah, gotcha. it, it's jar. It's too jarring for me to watch. Like switch back and forth yeah. between this and Japanese and English. It's like I've been watching the Golden Comedy in English for too long. <laughs> yeah, three seasons. Like yeah, it's like it's, it's like the ones that. that I only watch in Japanese. If I switch to English, I'd be like ah yeah <laughs> yeah i don't like this voices it's like you get to you because they do dry that is the one thing between english and japanese it's like the voice actors aren't even usually similar at all yeah but before we get to three hours and i never get to eat breakfast guys <laughs> i will i'm going to go back to playing Sanua. i just keep playing games that i get terrified i'm gonna lose and lose hard progress and i don't ever want to play them again um, but yeah, we don't go back to Senua and definitely the chant because I love that my character can have panic attacks. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That um, and yeah, go check out that trailer. It's trippy. Yeah. What about you, Tiz? Um, I'm gonna keep making my way through Xenoblade. Definitely not gonna beat it before next week because it's supposed to be like 200 hours or something. Just main story, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, and then Pokemon comes out Friday, so I'm gonna play that a little bit before talk about it next week i'm hyped for that which one of us will get to god of war first i am gonna wait because i know it's like more of like it's a continuation especially from what i've seen uh probably gonna wait for a sale yeah so i may or may not we'll see don't be holding your breath if you're waiting for one of us to talk about that um we will get there we'll Um, see i have heard it's also getting tens though same as the first one did Oh yeah, I know it's good, yeah. and that's why I'm just like, where's it going? It's not. Well, going this is the ending. This is the last one. No, 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 no. But I mean, like, it's not like they're gonna release it and then unrelease it. Oh yeah, you no, no, no. And it's, it's single out, player. So it's, I'll yeah, get to it. It'll be yeah. around. It's not going anywhere. Just have to don't let anybody spoil it for me. Yeah, that's all. Um, sure. but yeah. So whatever we missed, guys, in our in our week, we were absent because people were in travels and logistics and it was work literally sweltering in here work until uh, 9 p.m whatever we missed you can email oh jeez <laughs> poor soul it's horrible. you can email us at sibling rivalry clash at gmail.com and you can tweet at us at sr clash underscore pod yeah tell us about your hours of crunch um, yo crunch is real believe when they be real. saying they delay in these games and stuff i do not feel um or i feel bad i do feel bad for the developers um when people i'm working on a project that doesn't exist yet (laughs) so we're gonna experience that real soon yeah because we got deadlines and things don't exist yet deadlines are the worst things ever invented to be honest (laughs) soft deadline soft all right guys you know where to find us hit those socials email us and uh Wherever you listen, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Catsbox, or any other podcasting service that allows you to rate us or give us some type of feedback, please do that because we want to hear from you. We want to know that you're out there and you exist Send outside of some weird back-end stats on the, on the podcast website. I so, accept letters and bottles, too, if you just want to put a message in a bottle and put it, take it to your nearest ocean. Send it one a day. I'll get it one day. One day, we'll get enough clicks and we'll get enough ad money to get a P.O. box. And then you guys can send me in my Endeavor plushie. Yeah, because I'm not giving you guys my real address. <laughs> I would never. I've heard horror stories about that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, guys, take it easy. We'll see you next Peace out, guys. <laughs>